Okay, now I can see what we're doing. <sighs> well, we're live. It's we uh, the 4th of July. Are we live? Yep. Hey, cool. Yep, yep, 4th of July. Uh, I haven't had any uh, anybody call and say they've lost a digit or dangly bits yet, so that's good. Me neither. Haven't seen anything on Facebook. Yep, yep. Uh, there was apparently a an accidental shooting in my hometown, and you're not even... you. And it's, it's, it's sad. It really is a sad story. It's even more sad when you find out the profession of the parent. Was a cop's kid? Yep. Wow. 14-year-old okay. kid accidentally shot his 8-year-old brother. Was that on the news recently? Our news here? Earlier today. Earlier it was today? On, I don't know if it was on the news, but I, I saw it on, on my deal. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's... That's... Pretty shitty. That's pretty bad. Like where, and they were out and about, as far as I could tell. Like they weren't at home. Mm-hmm. So why, why not just have it on you? Like I know whenever right. I when I get out of my car, either my gun's locked up or it's on my person. Right. Like That's how I do it. If I'm going into the bar, it's locked up. Like it's put away. Yeah. You know, you're gonna have to actually look for that fucking thing, even if it's not technically locked. Whatever it's in. You're going to have to look for that fucking thing. Like, my kid's not just going to accidentally, unless the kid knew right. where it was at. Well, like, in, in in our car, we've got that drawer underneath the passenger seat that has a lock on it. That's yeah. where I put mine. I put it in there, and we lock it with the, the ignition key. Yeah. Not saying that that's infallible. Yeah. Because it's not. But yeah, I mean, any that's of those better little, than leaving it in the door. Yeah, any of those little under-seat deals, you can, enough force, you can open that bitch. Right. Just like a glove box that locks. Yeah, but a 14-year-old's not going to go to that kind of trouble. Yeah. Okay, generally, I wouldn't think. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a sad deal. It is unfortunate. Yeah. It's most definitely unfortunate. Yeah. The guy that, uh, the guy that drowned in the lake the other day, he was somebody that we knew. Who was it? Antonio. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I know you've met him. We've met at, we, I mean, I know you've met him at, uh, at Rooster's. I'll show you who he is. Get on my phone; it's faster. Just so that you can tell, so you know who I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Well, I mean, I knew somebody had drowned, but I didn't realize that that we had met him slash knew him yeah. as well. <clears throat> Come on, fucker! I gotta get get through here to find an actual picture of him. Is his page obviously is flooded with the, you know you're going to be missed and right all that stuff which he is he was a good dude you know I'd, he wasn't I wouldn't say me and him were like like super close friends you know we were more of bar acquaintances but he was a good dude you know he's always respectful you know he's always somebody you could sit and talk to and yeah. fucking, you know buy a shot you know buy rounds for each other all this that and the other yeah not not horrible to hang out with yeah 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 that guy yeah I do recognize him. Yep. Yep. He's the one that drowned the other day and I guess last weekend. I think they I think they said they, they finally they found his body Monday. Yeah, I saw that on the news, yeah. So when they when they yeah. finally found it. Yeah, I think it was Saturday that he drowned. So Yeah, they weren't able to get out there until daylight. Yeah. Never start diving until daylight. Yeah. I guess he was a you know, avid kayaker, stuff like that. Just couldn't swim. Yeah. So. But. What the fuck is that? 
Oh, it's an MGM fucking sphere. That's like oh, okay. The, that's <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> What's on fire? And What's how on, is it burning like right? that? How is it burning in a spear? Jesus. Been some Avengers shit right there. <laughs> You're like, turn that one on. Let's yeah, watch that no for a little joke. bit. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I've been, since we started this, you know, I've always been a, a podcast guy. I've always liked listening to him, especially like the comedy podcast and stuff. You know, Joe Rogan, Two yeah. Bears, One Cave. And I've known about Theo Vaughn. Like, I know he has a podcast. He's a comedian. That dude's fucking, that dude is out there. Right. Like, he is funny. Don't get me wrong. But he says some shit that even we would be like, mm, I don't know if I'd say that around anybody but my close friends. But, like, it's, like, he is fucking funny. But I want to know, like, just to spend, like, two hours in this guy's head. That may be too long if yeah. it's that way. I mean, yeah. honestly. It's, like... He's funny. Don't get me wrong. He is funny. Might come out of there never the same again. Yeah, that's no shit. I don't know if you've ever. I don't know if you've ever seen him, but the the name doesn't ring a bell. But the name of uh, the guy for next week uh, didn't ring a bell either. Yeah. Until I looked it Til, up, he saw him. Till I I realized I had watched some of his clips. Yeah, yeah. This guy right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His uh, <laughs> again, watch some of the clips, but not. I didn't put the name with the face. Yeah. It's, uh... The shit that he talks about on Joe Rogan is fucking just out there. Right. <laughs> like, they were talking about, uh... If you could have sex with any animal, and it not be, like... You know, like, they were talking about human-animal hybrids. And he was just talking about... You know, he'd, like... Like, the, uh... He'd never have to pay for a beer again. Mm-hmm. If he could fuck a cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not talking about, like... Like, just forcefully fucking. He's, like, talking about, like, sneaking up and playing some, like, smooth jazz and just, like, coercing it into actually doing it. It's wow. Like, I don't know how much shit. Like, how long do you just sit there and think about this stuff? Yeah, how do you how do you come up with that? I, I mean, mean, I don't know. I mean, we've come up with some pretty random shit that we weren't really, we weren't sure how we came up with it either, but. That's true. That's yeah. true. We have. Well. That's interesting. Yeah. That's 4th of July, I guess. Uh, I guess we can pour our official fucking right beginning of the day shots here's mine your glasses want, on the end uh, which one do we want I don't care which one do you want fucking both in the fridge surprise me if you want to grab one I'll pour the shots alrighty I'm not compromise like that teamwork motherfucker they're both Irish so it doesn't really matter right you know what do the Jameson we haven't had Jameson we haven't in a had few Jameson weeks. in a while yeah damn that already got cold Chilled, I should say, not necessarily cold. You know, for as old as that little bridge is, it's, it's still working like a champ. And as m- many times as it's been moved around, yeah, it's still working like a champ. Well, that's like that one I've got in my refrigerator. It's the it was the one that was on the on the bar at Mountain Boomer. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that one you, your under counter. Yeah, but it's been. I mean, it's it's got a it's essentially just always has a chunk of ice. Just kind of frozen up over it because it needs cleaned, but it still does its job. It still cools. That's what I've got in the the little freezer on that one. Is like yeah. that. Well, Cheers, tanky tank, all that good shit. Happy, happy, happy Indo- Freedom Day and Happy Independence Day. Oh, good times. So, I talked to you earlier today or yesterday about a topic subject. Yeah. Um, 
it's something I'm seeing a lot of on Facebook and even in, in personal and private contacts with me. Yeah. Um, and it, so it's not just with me, but I'm seeing more of it just around in general. Right. Um, so I thought it was something we could we could touch on a little bit, maybe get some opinion or not. And, and that's the sometimes, friends. Well, we, I definitely all got some of those. Because the older I get, the more I realize I just don't have time for that anymore. Yeah. I don't have the gumption for them. I can, and I can agree with that. I can agree with that, too, because it does get frustrating. But then again, we also have to remember some people, that's just them. Hmm. Granted. And then we also yes. do it, too, sometimes. Inadvertently. Right. Inadvertently. You know, I, I've, I'm bad about it, especially on the, you know, like I have been recently with, you know, my brain meat just being fucked off. Right. You know, I'll just forget to, I'll forget other people exist. Yeah. You know, I, I just go into my, you know, I go into my little spot and. I'm just there, you know. I don't want to be around anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. But it's it's those guys that you know you see them, talk to them two or three times a day in messaging or phone calls while they're on their way to work, or you know you see or talk to them every day, and and that goes on, and it's a normal thing for months and months and months and months and months, and then suddenly they just boom up right. a fucking ghost, and then you don't hear from them for weeks. Yeah, and then the next time you hear from them. They want something or they need something. Yeah, they need help. That's the part that irritates me the and that's, most. And that's what I mean is, that's what I'm getting irritated at is there seems to be people just on a whole that are like that. Yeah. The only times you hear from them is when they need something from yeah. you. Yeah, I get that. And that that's frustrating for sure. Like, like even, if you, even, if, even if all you contact me for is because you need something... At least don't make it so goddamn obvious. Right. You know? Right. At least converse for a few hours before you just flat out ask. Yep. You know, at least ask me how I'm doing or if I jerked off recently. <laughs> fucking, you know, did you get laid this week? Right. Something. You know, something. Something besides starting out, hey, man. Right. I got, need blah, blah, blah. Got 20 bucks or, hey, my car's broke. Well, like, specific example. I uh, heard from a guy last night in text messaging, mm. uh, one of the guys from Texas, that hadn't spoken to since I was in Pensacola in like February mm-hmm. maybe once since then but the message started out said, hey man do you have any dogs right now I've got a deaf pet that needs to be rehomed and then the next message was well he needs to be rehomed and he needs to be with, with in a home that doesn't have other dogs because now he has a bite complex he's bit me once so on and so forth, and he's going on and on about his brother's dog attacked this dog, and but the the whole thing is that he, he started out with, "Hey man, motherfucker, I haven't talked to you in six fucking months. I've right. tried. I've reached out to you. I've sent. I went back through my phone. I was like, okay, I sent him six messages, zero response for six months. Right. Just want to check in, see how you're doing, see what's going on. Are your snakes still alive? Right. And this is how he comes back." Right, how's the family, how's the dog kind of thing? And, uh, you know, I, I told him, I said, man, I said, to be honest, I'm not going to put my name on a dog that I don't know. Right. I said, having a deaf dog automatically makes it more of a bite hazard in general anyway because they get startled. It's part of their instincts. Yeah. Uh, I said, I have known several deaf dogs that were very good dogs, very well trained. They could even read sign language. But they still had a tendency to want to bite. Yeah. I said... You're asking me to put my name on a dog I've never met, and you've already told me he's bit one person and been in fights with two other dogs. 
and you want me to help you rehome him in Oklahoma? <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, that's probably not going to work work real well. Say, I don't I don't put my name on people like that that I don't know personally anyway, right. whether it's a, a human, a man, or a woman, or a child, especially not animals. Yeah. And especially not one that you've already told me has a bite complex. Yeah, because uh, as much as I hate to say it, you know, I love animals, dogs, I'm a dog person for sure. Right. But if I if there's a dog that, that I'm trusting... I'm trusting somebody to, and they want me to take that dog, and that dog bites one of my kids. I'm gonna fucking shoot that dog. Right. That's that's a dead dog now. Right. Like, and I'm quickly. I'm gonna hate doing it, but I'm gonna fucking do it. Right. That's how it's gonna be. Yeah. You know, I'd shoot one of my dogs if they bit one of my kids. Yep. In a heartbeat. Right. You know, as much as I love dogs, my kids are far more important. But then you put oh. then you put a handicapped dog that's deaf in in that kind of a situation or, yeah. or environment. What do you expect is going to happen, especially if you haven't trained that dog as a deaf dog? Yeah. If you just tried to train that dog as a normal hearing dog, because yeah. you said, well, the dog does sit and those come and stay. But how? 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 I mean, is it reading your lips? Right. And then he says, well, and dog's not leash trained because I just haven't gotten around to leash training it. Maybe the dog's not <sighs> deaf. Maybe he just doesn't fucking listen to Maybe him. He just doesn't listen to him. I, I, but I was just like, and, and you want help? You want me to help you rehome this? The no, only thing not that happening. I, the only thing that I can think <laughs> not happening. The only thing that I can that I can picture is in fucking Doctor Doolittle, the original one, when he first learns how to talk to animals, uh-huh. and he's sitting in the vet's office, and she's like, "Lie down, Chauncey, lie down." And yep. She looks at him, and she's like, "He's deaf." And he's like, "I'm not deaf. I just hate listening to this bitch." Yeah. Like that's all that's, I can fucking that's think all of. I can think of now that you said that. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Makes like, a lot of sense. How does it know come or sit, you know, or, stay. sit or stay if it can't hear? If it can't hear, exactly. And this guy doesn't know sign language. He's not taught the dog sign language. Right. Like uh like Willie had. Yeah. Well it's like even my dogs. Both <laughs> of my dogs hear just fine. But they have hand commands. Mind you too as well. That's there's there's a reason. And there's one thing that nobody else will ever figure out. You can figure out German dog commands. Right. You can figure out American dog commands. You can figure out Portuguese, fucking Spanish. It doesn't right. matter. Somebody can pick up on that. And unless they're watching you, and my hand commands for my dogs are very subtle. You are very subtle. I've, you know, I've noticed that. You can. You very rarely see them. You know, the only thing that you're going to know is to get their attention is the snap. Yeah. You're not going to see the command that makes them do whatever. Because it's usually at my pocket. Right. Right. There's, there's a reason for that. That way, worst case scenario, I can still control my fucking dog. Exactly. That's also why I have their Wi-Fi callers, too. So if they don't want to listen, they can little... Burp. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not even just about this dog. It, it was more about the factor. I haven't talked to this guy in a long time. He hasn't reached out. And right. I, I get that even before he wasn't a reach-out kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But to start off like that. And he's not the only one. I mean, even people that we, per- we both know together here in town have been that way lately. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, is that something I've done? No, 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 you're fine. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, then what the fuck? Right. Why did you just ghost and ignore me? Because you responded once to one message, and then I asked a question, and you ignored me for three weeks. And then you show up, and you're like, so where have you been? I haven't been anywhere. I've been doing the same motherfucking thing I've been doing. Where have you been? What's been going on with you? Why did you ghost like that? Why have you been ignoring me? Right. Why are you being a fucking dick? Because now I don't want you even at my house. Right. So, yeah, it's those sometimes, friends, that 
that are really starting to bug me, and I'm just noticing the older I get, the less patience and time I have for people like oh, that. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. All right, I'm listening to you. I'm just I'm seeing we haven't done much with this board, and we've got those uh, we've got those other those lapel mics coming. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think it has an adapter where it'll plug into the 3.5 jack, mm-hmm. and with our other adapters, I think I can plug it straight into this board, which would be fucking awesome because then we would have seven mics total seven mics total right at one time if we needed to well, we only have one three five to the six whatever left it's all we should need just the one adapter is all we got left. and i think your headphones that i'm getting the ones that'll be here on thursday i think they come with one okay maybe if not they're cheap they're like four bucks yeah they're not that expensive even so, for the good ones they're not yeah that expensive. well the hog ones that i got i think i paid four bucks for it i mean fuck that that platinum one that i almost got from the music store the other day yeah. was you know twelve bucks for the platinum, and the guy was like, "For your podcast, you really don't, yeah, don't need, need that it. one." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, but oh, it's I gotta, cool." That's it's what I got to remember platinum. to do. Got an interview tomorrow, so while I'm out and about, I'm going to stop and get because we'll have then we'll have an extra one. Must stop and get the six point three or the quarter inch mm-hmm. deal for the the headphone amp. Oh yeah, and yeah. then we'll have two more. Because right. we'll get we have to we'll be able to get rid of those and we won't have that weird feedback we get every now and again in yep. our ears, in our ear holes. Well, I mean, so I touched on it earlier, um, and you'll have to forgive me that I've I've already forgotten his name. Um, Matt. Matt. Well, I remember the, the Matt, but it's the his comedian last name. Pharrell. The comedian, yeah, Matt. Fer- I'm saying Farrell, so Pharrell. Yeah. So, why don't you touch on that for? Yeah, I mean, so Francis, you know, our uh, our very first guest ever who's recording got lost in the ether somewhere, you know, because technology hated us there for a hot minute. It still kind of does. It's probably the only one that some alien can find. Fucking right. It was such a good one, too. It still pisses me off. I gotta, We got to get him back. The alien's just up there listening to it over and over right. and over and over again. Man, these guys are idiots. <laughs> but, yeah, no, uh, so Francis... So Matt put on his Facebook, and this was before I, you know, had ever talked to him, you know, just over text message. He had said something along the lines of, "Hey, if anybody has a podcast, I'd love to be a guest. I've I know lots of words and I like to use them." Yeah. So, and then Francis tagged me in it, and I was like, "Hey, man!" And then just been kind of a little bit of back and forth through there. Like I said he sent me the sent me the pictures for the advertisement stuff, and uh, next Tuesday, right on. So he will. He will be in, uh, I think, I'm pretty sure, going to try to do a live with him in okay. here. Especially because with the phone, with my phone and stuff, we should be able to do one. And then if he wants to do one, then we can have two different. Right. Share it on both, and then everybody can kind of see what's going on. That, or I may, if he wants to do a Facebook live, I may do an Instagram live. Okay. On that one. So. Nice. But, you know, again, just because we're talking about it. For those of you that are going to hear this before then, because this will be published probably tomorrow on the 5th, the 5th or the 6th at the latest, um, it's the Saloon Scuffle on all the platforms, you know, YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, Pandora, uh, Facebook, Instagram, you know, so we're primarily using my personal Facebook right now, just because it's the one that can be monetized until the other one grows, you know, that one is, is obviously, you know, it's... Jeremy, the saloon scuffle Kimbro, I think is what it is. Yes, that and is what it is. My Instagram is also the main one that I'm using to promote 
and then I just share whatever I whatever I put on mine. That's why I <clears throat> private messaged you that video the other day. Yeah. So that one is the best Instagram to get a hold of us currently is the Scuffle Host. Is what I've got it. Is what I've got my Instagram username set as. Right. Uh, what we do still, I mean, I still can see all the messages when it comes through the others. That's not a big deal. It'll it rings straight to my phone, so we can see all that. It's just it's easier because it's mine is the primary one that's always up on my phone. So, um, haven't had well, we've had we've been getting some pretty good, you know, some pretty good viewage. It hasn't slowed down. It's been kind of the same trend. We'll go day day and a half, and we'll only get one or two. Right, and then we'll get you know fifteen, twenty, thirty in a day, and then it'll kind of slow back down a little bit. Yeah, um, the interaction has kind of sucked. Like, not a whole lot of people are like commenting yet, but I've noticed know, that it's we're fucking brand new. It is what it is. Well, and it'll come as we as we continue. When I looked at our stat board, uh, I noticed that our target audience, our our reached normal audience, is between the ages of thirty five and forty four. And it's almost equal for men to women. So it's like women is 45 or 46%. Men is like 56 or 57%. I don't know how that equals out because it doesn't actually, but it's something along those lines. Yeah, I haven't actually looked at it today. We'll see what we... And the, the last time I looked at it is is our two main target audience, our target listeners, not that we're targeting, but the ones that are listening is is the, the 35 to 44 and the 44 to 50-something range. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Well, probably because it's all our friends. <laughs> right. There you go, son of a bitch. Oop. I just found that interesting when I was looking at the stats. Yeah, we probably don't have many views today. You know, and normally this is something that I. This is normally something we try to talk about in private, but you know, it's it doesn't affect anything. It doesn't hurt anything for us to talk about it. Right. You know, and it's. It was over there on that table. Let's see. That's what I fucking thought. And too. it was the white one. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. God damn it, Mark. Give me my lighter back. Son of a bitch. There it is. I don't know how the fuck it got over there. <coughs> but whatever. I don't know either. Yeah. Are you going to click? or? Freaking Mark is fucking with those again. I am, I am 100% positive that my house is haunted. Internet slowed down again because I'm buffering. Uh, I'm 100% positive my house is haunted. Right. And our new camera fuck you mean email or password not valid go fuck yourself oh well yeah because you put in the wrong one you piece of shit oh I know what it did that's my pass that's my personal password yeah I forgot my every program I'll go take it here in a minute sign in bitch anyways so the new you know, our fancy new 4K camera that we got so we can start doing, like, decent videos. I have seriously thought about just putting it up, because I've got a, there's like a 128 gig SD card in it. Yeah. I'm thinking about plugging it in where my hallway is and just recording down the hallway at night because it's got night vision on it. Right. Part of me wants to, part of me doesn't. Because you don't really want to see what's actually going on. I see enough of it, and I hear enough of it whenever right. everybody's asleep, and i am just got the TV real but low. Your, your curiosity like, hasn't <laughs> quite caught the cat yet. Yeah, not yet. Why? Why? What are you doing? 
There's a big part of me that wants to do it, though. Right. Hey, I I would just to see. You know, I'm, I honestly I might one of these days. Have I not logged in on the fucking laptop in that goddamn long? Probably not. I do everything from my desktop. Well, and and a lot of stuff you do like this, you've been doing from your phone and Put casting down. from your phone up there. There it goes. Not from the laptop. There it goes. It's working now. Just trying to load. Yay. I don't know if I ever gave you that. That's the email and password for the, the RSS deal if you ever just want to look at the analytics and shit. Yes, update, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah, because I was actually, the analytics and the statistics I was looking at were off of our Saloon Scuffle Facebook page. was oh, yeah. what I was looking at. So of the, the people that are on there, from the information that Facebook gathers, is, is those were the statistics and the flowcharts that they were putting out. And I, that's why I said I, thought I found it interesting. Yeah. And see, this one's not super it, accurate. I, I don't even fall into... <laughs> The audience statistic, yeah, the, of old, the most that we're getting, yeah, the the <laughs> old fucks not on there, yeah. See, and what's I think I'm pretty positive that this is only via whoever listens to it through this website, uh-huh. which would make sense because I mean, how are they going to know if they fucking click through Pandora or whatever unless they follow a link through everything, right? Well, that's just a pain in the ass, and I can see that happening once, maybe twice. Yeah, yeah. But so I mean I mean it's not it's not terrible. I mean again we just started, and the whole Comic Con thing if that fucking if that pans out and we actually get even, you know just a two minute fucking little interview with the shit that Nate was talking about going to the oh, Comic Con yeah. deal like when with, we were at Glenn's yeah yeah with gotcha. you know gotcha. with Rita Repulsa and the yeah. guy that played yeah. Krillin from Dragon Ball Z right like, that's gonna pull in a whole another group of people. Yeah, just as just yeah. for it to be the one time, right? You know, and that, but that would also be amazing just for the nerd in me. You know, I grew up Power Rangers and shit like that. I still watch Dragon Ball Z. I still watch. Right. I still watch One Piece and all those. Where I did not. Yeah, you, you know, know that'd be and, cool and as not. fuck for me. Yeah. No, and get in for free. Just go hang out, and set then, up. And I think that also though, I, I think it would be great for some of our part-time hosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well to participate in that because I think it's it will give our show and the interviews that we will get to do that Nate was talking about he'll yeah. help set up or that, that we'll follow up on yeah which knowing Nate we'll have to follow up on some of those yeah but it, it'll give a different perspective because each of us I mean I'm of, of all of our hosts I'm the oldest yeah and not by a little but by a lot yeah I mean you say that you know we're not that far apart we're 12 years apart well yeah, decade-ish. Um, you know, so I think that would me not growing up that way would would give a little bit different perspective at, at mm. times and in ways to some of those interviews. It's amazing to see, like, so I've been to a, I've been to a couple like like small comic cons and shit like that, and I wanted to go to the one that was here in February. It's cool as hell to see because you know through high school, even even when you graduate high school, there was always you know every high school ever throughout history has had it. They've got their little clicks and their fucking bullshit. Yes, yes. And all of, you know, like the jocks, which I fell into that one, but I also fell into the kind of nerd category and everybody right. else. I've always been a, you know, a chameleon when it comes to people. Yeah. I can fit in and talk to anybody. You know, it's one of my gifts, I guess. But it's cool to see all of those people now don't give a fuck 
about the little cliques that they were in high school. Even high school kids. Right. They may pick on the fucking nerdy kid, but I guarantee you 80% of them have gone home and watched fucking Pokemon, Dragon Ball, fucking yep. Naruto, any of those. And then when everybody runs into each other at like a Comic-Con, yeah, there's a little bit of animosity there because why the fuck you bullying me at school? Right. And then you're going to show up and do this, which is what I outwardly do. Right. You're, you're the in-the-closet God, and yeah. I'm the one that's for real and out yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's cool to see that, especially now, like with grown-ups and older people that go to them. Yeah, because you see so many different people of right. so many different walks of life that are into this shit that everybody considers nerdy or dorky or whatever the yep. fuck you want to call it. And to me, I think it's fucking it's cool as shit. Well, it's, that's that's very similar. Like when I was still doing the the, the medieval reenactment stuff, you know. I mean, I had no issues with going into Walmart in in my my garb and. I mean, I w- wouldn't say that I'd be in character by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, doing it demos and being out and about, and people, well, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm working on some armor, or I'm at the Forge, or, you know, I'm going to do an event, or I get to go to Pennsylvania and, and go to a war with 20,000 people. Right. You know, uh, so I, I can understand where you're coming from with that, and in, in that at least some of those kids are out and about and, and doing it and living that life, and yeah. some are not in public with it. Yeah. So I can I can see where it caused that, but as adults, I think that it's we become a little less of hiding and judging. The give that a way. fuck goes away older, so right. Okay, I'm just gonna fucking oh, so the Comic Con thing, yeah, yeah. No, I just think it'll be, I think it'll be you know that'll be a really cool deal, especially for some of our listeners because you know that'll be something that we will do an episode while we're there. You know, just us, even if it's just us kind of commenting on what's going on and talking and yeah, how we feel about stuff and then definitely. hopefully being, you know, being able to pull some people in, even if that's just little bonus clips that we do, yeah, you know, that'll be cool. Or even, you know, just bring it in and just kind of roll it into, you know, whatever we're doing on the podcast. I think it'd be cool. And then to do, you know, try to do with some lives and shit like that, just like we're going to do with the EDM deal, you know, probably do five or six different, you know. Yep. 20, 30 minute lives just so people can kind of see what's going on that couldn't be there. Right, right. Or, or that, that couldn't be there and that want to listen or, you know, get more information from some of our guests and the DJs that are, good, yeah. that are going to be there uh, that we are going to be sitting down and talking with. LARPing is how, LARPing. Is how yes. I can fucking, is the easiest way that I can describe like a Comic-Con when it comes to everybody coming together. You know, you see... yeah. yeah. I thought LARPing was the dumbest shit in the world. <laughs> I, I truly did. I really, I will be that guy. I thought it was so fucking stupid. Right. You know, but a lot of it came from whenever I first saw LARPing was when YouTube started coming around. Yeah. And it was the the two kids in the backyard dressed up as wizards, and they're throwing fucking beanbags at each other yeah. and just yelling, yeah. you know, fireball or lightning bolt or fucking some shit like that. Right. But then I did it. Yeah. I've only done it once. But I had a fucking blast. Right. It was awesome. It was great for me because yes, those most of those people do still fit the stereotype of build a person. Uh, a lot of them do. Yes. So for me to be yes. able to go and and walk in as just essentially a barbarian with a massive fucking foam hammer, with a you know twelve foot fucking reach on it, it was awesome. Yeah, you know, but I had a lot of fun. You know, granted it was hot as shit, but you know it was a lot of fun. They can be. They can yeah. be. You know, whether it's whether it's that style of LARPing and you know even like the SCA is considered a style of LARPing um, and some of those other organizations that are out there that are either older or some of the ones that are new or that still considered LARPing uh, you know that does exclude some of the medieval fighting organizations that yeah. it's it's are 
centrally geared toward nothing but the combat. Right. You know? I mean, hell, fucking airsoft. That's all LARPing. Airsoft, to me, I'd consider fucking LARPing. Yeah, you definitely. You're, it's live-action role-play. You're fucking role-playing a scenario right. as a person that you are fucking not. Exactly. You know, so paintball, so same many fucking people, thing. So many people take the word LARP. Yeah. Well, uh, acronym. Yeah. Uh, so negatively because of the connotations that have been put on it due to social media. Yeah. That, you know, there's like, oh, it's not LARPing. Well, <laughs> technically, it is. Uh, social media is is just is the bane of my existence, which is sad. Because here we are. Because we're trying to, you know, we're trying to build something based off of social media. But honestly, I think the world would be better without it. I think. I think I mean, if we could go back to when social media was still burgeoning and still new. Yeah, MySpace and, days. And not, yeah, thereabouts, and maybe a little before. Not so much ingrained into our culture. Yeah. the way it is now. Don't get me wrong. I like being able to have a you know an eighteen hundred dollar fucking tiny computer. In my pocket that I can right. watch videos and laugh while I'm taking a shit. Most definitely. Don't get me wrong. Most definitely. I yeah. enjoy that. It is a luxury that you know. Whenever you don't have it, you realize how much you fucking right. How much you're gonna miss it. You know the wife. The wife has a four hour dentist appointment, and I'm there for moral support in case they have to drive her home. I can right watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I don't need to sit there and, and go. What's he doing now? Right. Oh my god, what are they doing? You know, I don't know. Nah, I, I just turn on YouTube or yeah one of those others and watch a movie while they're doing their thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's... Don't get me wrong. I think there's... There's a lot of upsides to it. Yeah. You know, like, high school people that you actually enjoyed talking to that have moved away. Right. You can still see what they're doing. You can still talk to them. Yeah. You have a way to communicate that's far easier than a landline. You know, Definitely. or old school fucking dial-up internet. You know, I saw I saw something the other day just on that topic that was you know back in the day the internet screamed at you whenever you were getting onto mm-hmm. it. it. was like that was perfect foreshadowing for the rest of how the internet's gone. Right, and, and it, it really, really was, <laughs> really, really, really was. That. God, could you imagine if you? That like, was horrible. Could you imagine if if porn was as big as it was or is now then? Jesus. Like trying to sneak into the family computer to watch porn, <laughs> and just all you hear is just because <laughs> you know you're getting caught. Yep, you know you He's know you're getting fucking caught. The only way you can do it is if you have four hours alone, so that you can spend forty five minutes getting on the fucking internet, right? And then another two and a half hours to find a couple of pictures, right? Because that's all you had. That's all you had, dude. Was fucking pictures, right? And then another hour to hopefully fucking print that shit and then delete it off the computer. So that you can take it to the fucking bathroom. <laughs> right. Or back to the bedroom and then yeah. hide it under your mattress when you're dying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no. God, that'd be... That would have been horrible. Now you can just do it from your phone. Right. I, mean, I could be watching porn right now and nobody right. would know it. Nobody would know it and nobody would care. Yeah. Generally. Right, just just don't rub one out in front of everybody and you're fine. Right. But I don't... Like, I think there's its ups and downs to it. And I miss whatever YouTube was the way to go, though. Yeah, like that was those were it fun was, times. It was the platform. Yeah, those were fun times. I mean, I remember watching Mike Vallely beat the shit out of like six people with a skateboard because they tried to fucking kick his ass. Yeah, you know, I don't know if you know who Mike Vallely is, but no. he's a pro skater, and he is a fucking scrapping son of a bitch. Like, right? He's a mean motherfucker. Like, apparently one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. But there's so many videos Until. of him <laughs> online. Until. Yeah, just trying to skate, minding his own fucking business. There's one that's security cam footage from a long time ago. He's just out skating, and there's like four or five dudes start fucking with him. 
And all you just see is you see a massive fucking left and then and he just drops fucking four dudes and he's right. like, You guys fucking done? Like, we gonna keep doing this? You gonna let me fucking go back to doing what I was doing? Minding my own goddamn business. I was minding my own business. Yeah. And you got in the way. Yeah. You know, and as a kid that, you know, grew up skateboarding, I was like, that's fucking awesome. You know, because we got fucked with a lot. Right. You know, whether, you know, sometimes it was because we were where we weren't supposed to be, you know, on private property skateboarding and we weren't supposed to. Like, but this was just four dickbags. Right. Just fucking with him. Like, he was back in, like, a loading dock and, like, like, back behind a Walmart or something. And you could tell it was just, you know, these four or five little wannabe street thugs. Yeah. Like, "Mm, you picked the wrong one. You picked the wrong one. Yeah, I had I had skateboards as a kid, right? Um, and like I I had a I had a banana board. Yeah. Uh, shit, my first skateboard was a banana board, and it was neon green, and it was one of the the skinnier banana boards. Right. Yeah, it is yes, please. Uh, but it was one of the ones that was all plastic with the hard plastic wheels. It, yeah. Really, the the poly wheels didn't come in until much later on. And my first fat board. Um. Came from the PX, and I remember thinking it was so cool because it had the paint job on the bottom and the little skid rails on it. And, yeah. You know the real wheels, and I learned how to change out the bearings and had the, the grip tape on it. And I'm thinking, man, this is freaking cool. But for me at the time, it was still only a mode of transportation. Yeah. It was for you know I got cool a little faster and helped my buddy who had a skateboard. He uh, did the newspaper. Yeah. And it was from building to building to building. And we would skate from one building to another and then go in the building and go up and down the stairwell. Mm-hmm. Well, in those buildings, they all had basements. Instead of going outside for stairwell to stairwell, we would we would skate down across the basement floor because it was a smooth concrete floor right. and skate that way and then go from stairwell to stairwell, sometimes three or four stairwells, depending on the buildings. Yeah. So for me, it was a mode of transportation. Um, I mean, I probably had skateboards for three or four or five years trying to learn to do a few tricks yeah but in germany growing up as a kid as i did it wasn't a thing would be hard to do in germany though too wouldn't it for the for the most part because aren't a lot of those like the like old brick roads and like uh, yeah you got like the cobblestone roads you got the cobblestones like yeah. and stuff like that but and it is a little more difficult but i wasn't exposed to that kind of culture of tricks and things like that. right when when i was younger when i was the, the skating age and then honestly once i got bicycles I probably had two or three skateboards at the bottom of the closet that got sold at the garage sale before we PCS'd. Right. You know, I want to ride my bike. Once I got into bikes, that was it. I was <clears> done <throat> with skating. So I was didn't really have a lot of exposure to that, that culture or, or that, that environment. Right. But, I mean, the first time I actually realized what a, skate, a real skate park was, I was probably in my mid-teens. And I've never... Because I didn't have the exposure, I didn't know what it was. We didn't have all that stuff on AFN. We didn't. My grandparents didn't record it for us or shows or anything and right. send it to us. Uh, you know, so <clears throat> being in my mid-teens before I even realized what a skate park was, I was like, "What do you mean a skate park? It's a skate park." And the first skate park I ever went to was the Wave Skate Park in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. I we'd always done, you know, like circling back to Mike Lately, he always was like an old school guy, like Rodney Mullins. You know, he did a lot with his hands. Right. You know, he'd fucking kick the board up, spin it around and shit, and jump back on it. Yeah, yeah. And for my size, that was always easier for me to do. Right. You know, because I've always been bigger, and I was pretty flexible back in the day, you know, when doing martial arts as a kid, and, you know, pretty much my whole life, you know, as a kid and a teenager, I did gymnastics. Yeah. To help with that. 
You know, fuck, I was probably one of the only 230-pound kids back in the day that could do a fucking standing backflip. Right. You know, couldn't do it now. I'd eat shit so hard, there'd be a fucking dent in the floor. Well, and I did gymnastics as a kid because I had horrible balance when I was like right. three and four and five and six, and my parents got me into into to sports and doing gymnastics yeah. to help me with that balance. My mom, mom used to make the joke that... She was the only kid that she knew could walk across a smooth concrete floor and trip over myself and bust my face open. Yeah. You know, but, like, so I didn't do anything with, like, ramps and rails and shit like that. Like, I could ollie and kickflip and some of the basic stuff. I could do a couple of the, you know, like, nose grind 50-50 and shit on rails. Right. But that was really kind of it. Well, you've known me long enough, and I've always been this way, especially, like, same thing with motorcycles, you know. If I think I can do it, I'm going to fucking try it. Yeah. On a motorcycle, usually I can do it. Right. Skateboards weren't so... It wasn't so good at that. There's a whole lot of different yeah. mechanics involved in that, you know, like shifting body weight in right. different ways. First time we go, the first Quit thing I... position, I'd, hip position yeah. means a lot on it. First yeah. thing I try to do is drop into the fucking mega ramp and eight shit from fucking like 16 <laughs> feet of fucking air. I just... I did. I fucking... I went all the way down over my board, just... Just... <laughs> Just it looked like a cartoon, just down one side and kind of halfway up, and then just back down, back down in the middle, and just kind of settled. I was like, I think I'm going to stick to the shit that I know for right now. See, and the first time I ever saw a, a pipe or a ramp like that was in person, but the first time I ever saw one, I looked at that thing and I went, "Are they stupid? <laughs> How in the hell does this help me get from my house to school?" Right. Yeah, I mean that's it's okay. I, I see what they're doing, but. Right. Again, like I said, for me, growing up, that was just a form of transportation. It wasn't a anything to do tricks and have fun on. It was it's something I needed to have because it was better than walking. I was about to be like, I know you're not fucking hot because I had you turned all the way up. I know what it's doing, though. Don't mind me. All right, well. It'll be fine. Either way. It's not overheating right now, so we're good. It's all my little boosty boost programs like, hey, your shit's starting to slow down. Well, and, and even from early adulthood... Late teen, early adulthood. I mean, Mike, Vala- Mike Valali. Mm-hmm. The name like tickles the back of my brain, so I can't say that I never heard of him before. Yeah, I mean, he was big. But he I didn't mean, he was the poor brain. Yeah, I mean, he know. was big. He was, a, you know, he was around. You know, like he's like around the well, well, like Bam Margera. He was one of Bam Margera's friends. Yeah, and then, so that's where. But, it, yeah, there you go. Tony that's Hawk. It. He was on. Yeah. He was on Viva La Bam a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, he's in CKY2K. That hit it. I think. When you said the the Viva La Bam and the yeah. Bam Margera stuff. Yeah, he's... He was in that. He said he, he was friends with, with Bam Margera. Like, I don't even know what he's doing now. I don't know if he still skates, if he fucking... But, I mean, I'm not one of those people that just... Well, what is this celebrity fucking doing? Because you know what? I don't fucking care. I don't care either. I don't I mean, care what I'm doing half the time, much less what somebody else is fucking doing. Right. You know, Ruth sometimes comes up with stuff. Well, such and such actor's wife's cousin just had a baby. Right. Um, right. Okay. I mean, how, how does that affect me? Hey, hey, whatever. They had a baby. Cool. Yeah. Or she'll go, you know, such and such actress's husband's brother's father's died. Right. Uh, well, that sucks for them. Uh <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I like if it's care. if it's somebody that I grew up, you know, that I grew up with, like when Sean Connery died, I heard about that. It's like, man, that sucks. But now we don't get any more good movies. Right now, life goes him. on. Right, but that's it. You know, there's nothing. I mean, I, I will say though, I will probably take a religious holiday when Clint Eastwood goes. But 
I mean, well, I think America's going to take a fucking holiday. <laughs> we, need, we need to have a Clint Eastwood day. Yeah. National Clint Eastwood day. Oh, shit. That'd be funny. I'm going to do that before he actually goes, because right. he's probably not much longer than as old as he is. Hey, you never know, man. Never know. Turn out to be like George Burns. Going <laughs> to be 102 before he dies. So I did see something, and I don't remember where it's from, so I can't quote it or pull it up to show you. But we, we as a species, which I think this is probably bad for the rest of the planet, but we as a species are on track to start living to be about 140 on average. Yeah, and because like of the 100, way 100, 150 years to live to be 140. Well, but no, not like, like this is right talking now. about like in within the next like two or three generations we're really? on track to being like well into our hundreds when we start to start to die which makes sense though because if you see it i mean fucking look at chuck norris he's in his 80s right and he still he looks like he did whenever he was in his late 50s early 60s and i saw a video of him the other day he looks like he's age is starting to get to starting him to but get there yeah and it, it happens to everybody yeah but, but if, you, but if still, you figure it like okay you in, in like even just in the, the, the middle ages you would have been old oh yeah i would have been dead oh yeah 100 percent I'd have been the guy going, bring out your dead, and then somebody throws you on the cart. Right. The, the average lifespan was less than how old I am now. Yeah, it was like like 34. Right. It was like, <laughs> you know. You've been in it for a minute. People people have these weird, uh, this weird conception about age. You know, you were a man at 13. Girls were getting married at 12. Yeah. Having kids at 16 because yeah. they had to support their farm or whatever whatever endeavors that their family was doing. I mean, yeah. that was adulthood back then. Yeah. No, it's not now, and, and I get why it's not. I, I see the progression. So living to be 100, 110, 120, I can actually see that. Yeah, well, I mean, life's getting easier for us, too. You know, they're, unless right. you choose to do it, the stress on your body is not, not nearly as much as it has <laughs> been, even up until recently. You know, I mean, me and right. you, you know, yeah, we're 12 years difference, but what we've done throughout our lives, you know, again, has taken a fucking has toll. Has taken a toll, yes. You know, whether it's work or fucking extracurricular activities right. or things we won't talk about. Again, that's all taken a toll. You know, I'm 36 fucking years old, and I feel like I'm in my 70s because of the shit that I've done, you know, in my past. It, right, in, in your 20s and in your yeah. 20s. Even just 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, fucking even five years ago, you know, yeah. when whenever Definitely. I first got into my 30s. The only thing that I can say is still consistent is I still have never had a hangover. <laughs> that still bugs the shit out of me. That's the only thing that's consistent is in, I've in, still in never had a hangover. Listening audience, I have tried to give him hangovers. It doesn't work. Yeah. The, the, wor- <laughs> the worst thing, I think the only thing that I really get about a hangover is I'm just tired. Yeah. Like, I don't feel shitty. I don't have a headache. I don't feel like I'm going to fucking throw up or shit myself the next day. Right. You know, or my body doesn't hurt. I wake up, and if I needed to, I could stay awake. But usually, if I drink that much, I don't got shit to do the next day. So I'm like, fuck it, we're gonna sleep. We're gonna sleep anyway. No, I don't give a shit. I was gonna sleep regardless because I have nothing to do today. Who knows whether you actually needed to eat, or you actually needed to throw up, or actually had a headache, or not from being dehydrated? Because you're sleeping, it doesn't really matter. Right? It doesn't hey, count as a hangover. If I didn't shit myself or puke on myself in my sleep, it's a fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's to me, that's a win. When it comes to especially the fucking copious amounts of alcohol that we've put back, god damn right. Fuck even here, just doing this. Our a- yeah, our average is is higher than most even 
heavy drinkers that I know. Yeah. I mean, we're on average per episode, even at only, even if we stick to only a three hour episode, I mean, between four of us, we're, you know, we're anywhere from 30 to 50 beers. And, a, and, and a at fifth, minimum a fifth of the fucking a, a fifth to a fifth and a half. Is that banana? No, we fucking drank all the banana. We drank all God the banana. Damn it! I was like, <sighs> nope. The banana pudding. Damn it. Son of a bitch. The the banana pudding moonshine is gone. That was good too. It was good. Low was point. Good. The fuck was it good? Yeah, but low point high sugar. It had high sugar to it. That's what made it taste like banana pudding. <sighs> well, yeah. Banana pudding is my favorite fucking dessert. So. <laughs> If it wouldn't have been for the fact that JP would have, the JP bought that, I'd have fought for the last shot. I, I, I got that at the time. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Like, mm, mm-hmm. you paid for it, you mm-hmm. son of a bitch. And it's too bad those don't come in bigger. Yeah, no shit. It's only, a only fifth. that one size. Come on, not even a fifth. It was a quart. Oh yeah, because it was in a mason jar. Yeah, it was a quart. Yeah, it was a quart size mason jar. Fucking lame. Not even a fifth. You sons of bitches put that in bigger jars. We, we need it in bigger Give jars. Give me a gallon of that, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I like the jar we make the yucca in. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be in a At in least a, a handle. Jar. You know, at least a handle of it. <laughs> yeah, look like a big mason jar with a big, huge handle on yeah. the side, a big spin-off lid. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. But, yeah, I mean, with with even with that, I mean, we, we go through more in just our three-hour, because we, we have our, you know, hour startup or 30 minute startup and then then we we get into this and what we go through now is still more than what even a lot of heavy drinkers i know um sorry i saw this take a toll russian tank explosion sends soldier hurtling into the sky well duh there's a video what freaking a whole turret's gone there's a video and not even just drinking but just in general uh, the the way we have spent our lives and and the things that we've done in our past really is starting to take a toll on us Fuck you. Oh, stupid ads. Ad. Oh, that's a long one, too. Fuck lame. And there's no little skip ad box Fuck in three, two, one. <laughs> that you see. Is wrong it's, the, it's a ten-second video with a two-minute ad. I think it's a minute and a half. <laughs> but, yeah, I've come across some of those. Now, did you see, just because we're, uh, we were looking at the Russian deal, that the dad in Russia that found out his best friend had molested his daughter was let out of prison early because he made that man dig his own grave and then kill himself in said grave for molesting his daughter. Wow. And he got out early after doing like just six months of his sentence. I was like, fuck yeah. He should be let out early and fucking paid. Right. Give that man a fucking medal. Free beer or something. No shit. Give him an unlimited bar tab at one of the bars (laughs) close to his house. (laughs) Shit. How Russia lost 4,000 I just want to see the fucking turret fly off. Right. I want to see the turret. Like, I'll give a fuck about the rest of it. Because the way those things are attached and the way they still move and everything, I just I just want to see the turret go and the guy fly. It's that a fucking, like, that's a hell of a gimbal bearing that's in there to make that really fucking is, thing yeah. do its do really its job. really is. You know, and, and the axis that they can still move on at speed. Yeah, because, I mean, they'll... Well, they don't go 360, do they? They go 180 one direction and then 180 the other. Back around the other way, right? Just, what? I I think. I don't know. Why didn't you fucking show me the video with the tank going boom? I'm not a tanker. There it is. Maybe. No, that's a fucking... That's drone footage. Fuck you, you clickbait bastard. I don't know. Well, while you... Bitches. Try and check that out. 
Uh, I am gonna. I need to go take my ibuprofen for my tooth. Okay. Yay. You need anything while I'm up? Uh, no. Water's still good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're good. I finally started on my beer, so. Hey, cool. Well, I guess well, it's just me here. Uh, just to retouch on some of the stuff. We're doing the EDM takeover on July 15th at Medicine Park. For those of you in Lawton, it is going to be next to the Park Tavern. We will be there pretty much the entire time, if not the entire time. Um, this coming Tuesday, the 11th, we have Matt Farrell. He's a local comedian. He travels around. He's a funny guy. He actually does, like, he gets he makes money to be a comedian, where we just try to be funny. He's actually good at it. Um, and then my buddy Brandon, who owns the gym that I go to, he will be here Thursday, so long as nothing happens. I've been trying to get him on for a minute. He's trying to do uh, some good things for the community, you know, health-wise and fitness and, you know, kind of grow a family where everybody's welcome and nobody has to feel left out or scared to be in the gym because I know that's a it was a big thing for me whenever I first started getting back into it. And I've talked to a lot of people that it's a big thing for them as well. They're afraid to get made fun of and all that good stuff. We're going to try to get Danny Swole back on sometime. He's a busy guy flying around and doing stuff for the old, the old Air Force. <clears throat> we do The Comic-Con thing that we touched on a little while ago, that will be in November, so long as that all goes to plan. That is, there is nothing set in stone yet on that. But hopefully that is a thing, like I said. Give my little nerd heart some... Something to look forward to and cool people to meet and talk to. So, till then, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. If you're listening to us now, share it with your friends. You know, if you're still listening to us now, you've probably got some either terrible taste like we do or great taste like we do. So, send it to your friends. Maybe they'll like it too. Ooh, and brisket. all of this that's going on, not the washer or the dryer, but it's still going on. We had this AC running. The AC in the bedroom is running. Mm-hmm. Nothing else is turned on in the house except for the Sensies and the, the two refrigerators out there. It's the goddamn Sensies. <laughs> it's the Sensies. I, I, honestly, I think it's a power company or, or my breaker box is just going bad. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. I didn't. The dryer was already turned off. When all this went down to almost completely no power. Right. And then came back up, I stood up there going, what the shit? Because the dryer was already turned off. Well, you know, if we can get some of our, if we can get this fucking thing going, then we'll just, uh, we'll be able to upgrade some shit and take some strain off of your house and, and everything else. That's the goal, listeners, is we want to be able to upgrade this. We want to be able to do video stuff. We want to do... You know, we're trying to come up with content ideas so that we have more than just a weekly podcast. You know, we want to do some funny videos, fucking, you know, all kinds of fun shit. So, tis what it is. You ever checked outside to make sure your neighbors aren't, like, fucking plugged into an outside fucking socket? I don't have an outside outlet. See, me neither. I don't understand that. I have one. I don't have a single outside outlet. I have one, and it's right outside my the the door in my laundry room. Mm -hmm. That's the only one that I have. Right. I do remember that one because when we were looking at that deck that day. Yeah. 
building the deck. Yeah, that's that's the only one that I have, which yeah. makes no sense to me. I don't have a single outside outdoor outlet. And I've got two, uh, yes. I got two water spigots, and I, I I actually you say that it's funny because this was going on the other day in the middle of the afternoon. This kind of thing was going on, and uh, that night I dreamed about that. It was like. I wonder if the fucking neighbors are plugged into my house. Right. And I just don't know it. Sadly, they seem like the kind of people that would do that. They do seem like the kind of people that would do that. I don't know them personally, but just the seeing and hearing them. Yeah. yeah they seem like those kind of people. Well, fucking 1 o'clock in the morning last night, they're setting up fucking fireworks again. Ruth had to be up at 2.30 is when her alarm was set. Mm-hmm. And it was like, are you fucking kidding me? And their kids are running around yelling and screaming, trying to play basketball with our room is 10 feet from their driveway. Yeah. <laughs> so the drone that I've got, the one that I'm going to take out with us to the EDM takeover to get some aerial shots. Yeah. Almost didn't have that anymore. What happened? <laughs> the other day, the, well, the other night, it was Saturday night, um, fireworks were going off at the golf course. You know, they do the yeah, little show. at the country club. And Gabe saw it, like, he heard it, and he's like, what's that? I was like, it's the fireworks again, bud. So I didn't know if you so, were going to take him somewhere or not. No, we went to uh, we went to the Apache Casino today. They did the um, yeah, they had their like fun the day. bounce house and shit. Yeah, their their freedom festival. It was so day. fucking hot. Gabe was like, "I'm ready to go." Right. Like I was like, "You sure?" <laughs> I was like, "He's like, yeah, I'm hot." We get in the car. He goes, "It is hot as hell." I was like. Yes, it is. That I really can't yell because that's proper usage. <laughs> that's like, me neither. And that's what I told him. He's like, "Sorry, I said a bad word." I was like, "No, no, it's accurate. It is. Accurate. It's. I will let that go. It is one hundred percent accurate, son." In this one case, yeah, it was good usage. But and it was like the correct timing. I was. I was like, "It's fine. I don't mind. Like, I know you're hot and you're not being cranky." from it you were just ready to go so literally the whole way home he was just like you could hear him in the background he just he sounded like an old man he was like hot as hell (laughs) (laughs) i got half of it was talking to himself and half of it was talking to me like it was just funny i I laughed like i mean i spent 21 bucks we were there maybe 45 minutes to get in that little unlimited wristband so he could just go do whatever the fuck he wanted to yeah and a snow cone i was like $21 $21 well spent. You know, right. you could tell he was worn the fuck out. He's probably asleep for my mom already. Already, right. But no, so the fireworks were going off. We saw him Friday night, and he heard him, and he uh, he walked outside. I can already see where this is going. And he fucking, he's standing there, and I had to get our new camera, because his reactions were priceless. Like, they were like legitimate, true kid reactions to fireworks. Right. Like, he saw one go off, and he just put his hands up, and he was just like... <gasps> And then another one went off, and he was just like, oh. I was like, fuck yeah. So I went and got the camera, and, you know, there's I got about 10 seconds of him actually doing a good reaction, because he was like, he went from wanting to watch the fireworks to he wanted to be the one recording the fucking fireworks. I was like, yeah. I'm not recording the fireworks, bud. I'm recording your reactions to the fireworks. Right, I don't need to record the fireworks. Yeah, I've seen fireworks. I used to do them on post for fucking, you know, I used to set off explosions on post for a job. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. But so the next day, you know, the... Started doing it again. He wanted to go out there. I was like, all right, go out there. We'll take the drone out, and I'll fly it up, and I'll fly it over there, because that drone will get almost all the way to the country club. Yeah. Before I have to turn it around and come back. Now, I don't know a lot about drones. I can fly that one. I can fly it really good. But I know all of them that go up to a certain height 
have something built in so that they can't do it if there's like a no fly fucking deal. Yeah. Like, you know, per the FAA or some shit like right, that. Right. I don't know if this one has it built into it or not, but that's what I'm going to assume because it has a button that is a takeoff and landing button. Mm-hmm. It'll take off and then you push it again, it'll come back and it'll land in the same spot. I pushed that button and it flew up and then kept flying up and then just took the fuck off. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. I was <laughs> no, fucking I doing to... everything I could to try to get it back, and it's not responding <laughs> to controls, nothing. Your, it's, your drone got hacked. It circled the fucking tree across the street and just flew straight into it. <laughs> and then just stayed there. I was like, motherfucker. It was like 10 o'clock at night. I got to go over there, and I got to knock on this door, knock on the door. And I was like, never met these people. They just moved in. I was like, hey, my drone's in your tree. I'm going to see if I can get it. He was like, like, you're good, man. Go ahead. I just want to let you know. And so I'm looking up there, and it's still on. Like, I can't even get the propellers to shut off. Like, it's just sitting. I can just hear it up there just go against the fucking leaves and the fucking branches. Right. I was like, whatever. Battery will fucking die. I'll try to get it tomorrow. I go out, and I see it. And it's on the front side of the tree, so I can get to it, you know. But it's like... Probably 30 feet in the air. JP. So, don't it? There's nowhere for even JP's little fucking leprechaun ass to get up there. <laughs> so, I'm out there looking. see it. I'm like, all right. Figure something out. Like, I don't have a pole long enough to just, like, fucking whack at it. Right. All right. Well, I'm looking around my laundry room, so I get a 60-foot fucking extension cord. And I'm just out there for, like, 30 fucking minutes just chucking this extension cord up in the tree and fucking pulling it down, trying to shake the deal. And I'm hitting it almost every single time. But it's not it's not dislodging. And it's, it's just not fucking coming loose. Finally, one time, I hit it, and I hit right behind it. I was like, all right, fucking perfect. You and drag this off. shaking it, and it's, it's coming down, and it falls. I was like, fuck yeah. So I get under it, and then it catches again. On like, a different set. Like fucking maybe four and a half feet down. God <laughs> damn it. Luckily, finally, it got down after about three times of that. It got down to one of the branches I could reach, but I couldn't reach it. And I just shake the fuck out of it. And luckily, where it fell, if if I'd have been anywhere else, it just happened to like roll down the branch just right into my hands. Right. If not, it fucking concrete. Guaranteed that thing would be yep. fucked. It'll blow it up. Through the fucking through the new rotors on it, fucking flies just fine. Nice. Like, oh. Thank God that fucking four hundred dollar drone is. Relatively tough, so and, and that's not one of the most expensive ones. Because no. when I was looking at drones uh, last year, because I I told you I, Ruth wanted to get me that one, and so she said just find one. Right, and I was just looking at drones. Even some of the really good starter drones are a couple of grand. Like it, even that one that I have in the in the the workroom, yeah, ain't a cheap drone. Even yeah. though it's a starter drone, it's not a cheap drone. You know, so I mean. It, I'd, yeah, I mean it's it's four hundred dollars. Us broke freaking lower than blue collar guys don't have to replace that kind yeah. of drone. So I get that. Yeah, I was fucking mad as shit but when damn. I walked in. I was like, mm, nope. And Gabe was for thirty minutes. It's like, is the drone gonna be okay? And I was trying to stay calm. And finally, that last one I didn't snap on him. Like I didn't yell or anything. I just kind of looked at him. I was like, son, if that drone fucks off forever. Right. I don't care at this point. Like, I'm, I'm, let him I'm take it apart. Put it in another one. Like here, like, <laughs> here, have it. Like if the legs break off of it, cool. Maybe we can find the legs. We can get those badass motors, and then I can make you something that will fucking fly with those motors on it. <laughs> Probably fly better too. Yeah. But, so we're gonna. I, I heard you do a, a little plug for the the EDM takeover yep. in Medicine Park on uh, the 15th of July, yep. starting at three in the afternoon. Yep, we should oh, be nice. there. 
most of the day, if not all day. A lot right. of it's going to depend on how fucking hot it is, too, though. Well, I did talk to my, my uh, travel writer friend, Heidi. Yeah. Uh, through messaging. And she said that that sounded like a cool thing, but I didn't hear a lot of response because she is on her way to the, I think, the Yukon. I shit you not. Nice. Or somewhere like that. Uh, she's She spends so much time traveling for her job because she is an independent travel writer. Yeah. Uh, and, and Heidi is fantastic at it. I remember when she got into it, she didn't really know if it was going to work out. And it has taken several years. Um, but yeah, all the she, good things do, though. She she thought that it, from from what she said in the message, that it, it sounded like a good time. It sounded like fun. And uh, honestly, whether she's going to be there or not, it's really going to depend on you know multiple factors. Is she right. just coming back? Does she going to need to be on, on an assignment? No. So we'll we'll see on that. I would love it if she would come down because, like I explained to you before, I think you know with Medicine Park and the history of Medicine Park, uh, how yeah. it's progressed, even probably since the last time she was there. Yeah, and I guess like to, I said, to, I think what's going be, on with that? Yeah, it'd be cool as shit if she was there to do something and then you know comes back for you know to just be on the show and then comes back just as a guest. Yeah, yeah. but you know the selfish part of me is like you know what fuck that EDM deal for this. You know, right? Like, rather just come here if that's you know if that's all that works out. Like, I'm not going to be butthurt about well, it. Well, and and that's what I'm trying to do is to see if maybe there's if she can't make that is definitely have her come in and, and be on the podcast. Yeah. But I think her her perspective of life in general uh, is is going to be a little different than, than yeah. what ours is. Uh, she sees life differently than we do. Um, I mean, when you're doing the medieval stuff. Mm-hmm. Fucking probably two decades ago, right? Uh, we were at a, you know, a lot of people call it a convention. We in, in the SA we called them wars, and and we were at a war in Kansas, and uh, it was me and her and and two other guys. What's up? Oh no, there's a fly. I was going to Mister Miyagi it, but it and, fucked uh, off too fast. We decided it, and I say we. I think I got dragged along. Um. But we were all drinking buddies, having good times at this war, and you know, several thousand people at this war, and it's it was it was a lot of fun to be able to be at. And like halfway through the war, whenever we were at this particular one, we always had what we called the belligerently Irish night, mm-hmm. and we'd just walk around drinking from our bottles of, of Irish whiskey and, and beers and whatever else, going from camp to camp to camp. And sometimes it'd be a bardic camp, sometimes it's a camp that's just having a raucous party and sometimes it's a quiet camp that had a little period dinner and period setting and candles and it was really cool and we'd say hi and whatever whatnot and get drinks and give out drinks and so we're we're partying along and having a good time and we go down on what's called the finger at that particular lake there's a little like peninsula that sticks out in the lake <coughs> and it's it's me and her and these two other guys um who they're all also the, the three of them are all still lifelong friends. I haven't spoken to the two guys in, in several years. Right. Uh, life paths just went in different directions. As um, it does. But I've, I've stayed in contact with Heidi off and on. Yeah. Anyway, so we're out there. We're having a raucous time. And I think we probably finished most of the bottles. But we weren't quite ready to, to, to hit the sack yet. And we're going down the road on the finger. <coughs> Damn it. Being just- loud. <laughs> I know, right? I, I'm having a hard time not laughing myself. Uh, going down the road on the finger. <laughs> that's, that's definitely a shot. Definitely a that's what she said moment. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, she didn't say that. So anyway, 
And this guy comes out of his his round pavilion up in one of the camps, and uh, comes out and says, "Hey, hey, um, can y'all quiet down? You're being really loud. We're trying to get some sleep, and it's awfully late." You can go fuck yourself. Well, that's not what we said. He asked our names, and and all night we had been doing. I'm Olaf. Because in that particular kingdom, there was a lot of Olafs. So, so I'm Olaf, and I'm Olaf, and I'm Olaf. And she said, I'm Olafina. And uh, Olaf. so then he Olaf. said, okay, look, guys, I know you're having a good time, but it's, it is really, really late. And Beer? Uh, no, I just opened mine, thank you. So I turned around and looked over my shoulder and turned back around. I said, it's not really late. It's really, really early. Right. Look, the sun's coming up. And the guy just sighed, this heavy sigh of exasperation, and kind of shrugged his shoulders and slinked back off to his tent. I guess he probably had to be up in like an hour to fight and get in his armor and go fight for eight hours. But the, the poor guy just looked so dejected at the time. He's like, really? I don't, I, I don't have anything to say to that answer because he's right. The sun is coming up. And Isn't then we that all, more like historically accurate, though? I don't I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I would I assume so. so. <laughs> I, I would think that maybe. Right. I mean... I mean, honestly, though, like, if I was alive back in that I day... I did not fight that day, by the way. There was no way in hell, and I did not fight that day. I can just imagine, like, being alive back in the medieval days, and you know that, like, the next three days is just going to be probably most everybody's going to die. Right, yeah. Yeah. Or severely wounded. I wouldn't be I'm asleep. getting fucked I'm up. I'm getting fucked up. I'd be fucked I'm going to go to that fucking place still drunk. Right. That way, if I do get fucking stamped, it's not going to hurt nearly as bad. And, but but I'm not going to be so drunk that faster. I can't. I'm not going to be so drunk that I can't actually fight because I have done that at wars too. I have done that at these wars where should, you know I, I, start, just, uh, I, I don't go to bed until two and then my alarm goes off at fucking six because I'm supposed to help with breakfast and then eat breakfast and then get into armor and then be at the field by freaking nine for inspection and then fight for five hours in like a ravine or a woods battle, and like at Penzig the woods battle. You have to walk like two miles to get to the woods battle, depending on where your camp is. And then you fight in the hot and the heat and humidity and the and the bees and the wasps and the, the, the all all of that shit. And and the only saving grace when you come out of the woods, if it's a resurrection battle, is all those people standing there. A lot of times, ladies, but a lot of men too standing there. And they would have there was a couple of different camps that had uh, refrigerators with freezers, mm. and they would have those crack sickles. So you take your helmet off and you down one of those cracksicles and then you throw one around your neck and then they would hand you a wet bandana to tie around your neck and to wipe your face with and then you throw your helmet back on and you resurrect and go to resurrection point and then you head back into the woods. Right. And and that was the battle for five hours. We should start like a saloon scuffle clan. <laughs> hey, you know, I've talked about us us doing the armor and the Oh and yeah, the no, I, I know. I'm, I was still serious about it. I still uh, am. I'm still am serious about it. But there, there was also a time period where I was trying to, to gain skill in, you know, with, with both rapier and armored combat, that I was just, it was all about tournaments for me. It, it had to be a tournament. I fucking hated wars. I hated war dogs. And, and war dogs were those people that did nothing but wars. You know, tournaments were just training for war for them. Yeah. And I think you know the guy that I used to work with at Harley. Allen? Yeah. Little bitty Allen? Yeah. Yeah, I've I've known him off and on for decades. Yeah, I uh, tried to become his squire one time. Yeah, he's he because I well yeah no we I guess he does I guess you would have known him because he was 
tell because whenever I told him that I had a friend that used to do that, yeah, and I told him your name, he's like, oh yeah, I know Chris. Um, and like, we didn't have said, what's up? we had good personalities for being friends and to to help each other out in the work and to do service work, uh, but we didn't. He, he didn't feel we had personalities well enough to to be a student teacher relationship, right? So I don't hold that against him. Well, I watched him teach some of the like even the Harley Techs, and I get it. It's two whole ass different fucking things. It is two whole ass different but things. If Alan's gonna teach you something, you go fucking learn it. Whether you fucking yes. like it or not, you gonna yes. fucking learn it. Like I actually have pictures of he and I fighting at some of the local practices. So anyway, I hated war dogs. Yeah. And 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 we're talking like I was only like maybe between seven and nine years into doing this, and then when I reached that like twenty year mark, mm-hmm. uh, was literally when I got elevated to a, 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 a higher mid level yeah. award structure. Um, I wasn't made appear but I would re, uh, had reached a grant of arms yeah. level uh, I say yeah like I know what any of this shit means well, I, mean, I, I kind of do but you got, you've got your, your AOA levels yeah. an award of arms and then you've got your grant levels uh, there are other different non-armiguous or non, non-title bearing awards that you receive and then you've got your peerages like your knighthoods right okay those are like is it like belts and martial arts yes essentially very similar okay. very similar yeah, so you know, you hit like a blue belt, and now you know you can help kind of teach everybody right. and shit like that, and then you right. go from there. And then sometimes to reach that middle level, those grant of arms levels, you have already had to have been teaching. Like right. You, you that's part of your requirement to get right. that honor to be right. fucking whatever. So I reached that level with Rapier, um, and and had students and had to be teaching and, and whatever whatnot, and and when I attained that and and received it was at Great Court. Yeah. Penzig, um, in Pennsylvania, and it was a very surreal, very surreal thing to to have been given that and and honored with that in front of literally. It's a lot of crackly fireworks going on at one time. A lot of crackly fireworks in, in front of literally thousands of people. And the next morning, I was on my way to a tournament, and uh, somebody walked by me. Somebody I knew. And I could say his name, but I'm not going to. Uh, but he, he walked by me and said, Good morning, your lordship. Because my title had changed as well. Right. And I just kept on going. And so he said, Your lordship. Your lordship. As I was walking away, he was going the other direction. And he right. finally turned around and just said my name. He was right. like, Kristoff, I'm talking to you. And I was like, Oh, shit, yeah. Right. So then I got to looking at, at what I was doing and what I had been doing the, like the first pre- previous 10 years and what I had done that next set of 10 years and how the travel had changed and the, the, the balance between the wars that I went to and the tournaments that I went to. Um, I would say that, that that last eight years, yeah. um, eight to 10 years, it was a heavy balance. Uh, how long did you do it for total? 27 years. I knew it was. I knew it was up there. I knew it was at, at least now, twenty twenty-five. Uh, a lot of the people that I knew were, you know, are still doing it, yeah. um, and and they were doing it for years before I even started. Yeah. Um, and and I say twenty-seven years because I did it off and on as an emancipated minor. Yeah. But even as an emancipated minor, you had to have guardianship right. or a guardian signature to be able to. So you did it events. consistently for twenty-seven years. I did it consistently for twenty-seven years. A long years. fucking time. Um. 
I think the only thing I've done that long is jerk off. And, you know, so I think that you, you look at life and how things change and progress and rotate. Yeah. So I got to looking at what I was doing in my career. And then I realized, okay, and even looking back on it, uh, you know, the the war in, in Kansas I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Ten of those. Eight Penzig Wars in Pennsylvania. No. Um, Twelve. I'm going to kick your light on. I'm just going to turn the TV off. All right. Uh, Twelve Gulf Wars. So much. Twelve Gulf Wars down in Lumberton, Mississippi. Yeah. Um, various other wars that I had gone to with different kings and queens, sets of royalty, or you know, barons and baronesses. Yeah, we're going to this war. You want to go? Sure, hop in the van. Let's go. Right. And I'd end up, you know, Great Western War or Grand Outlandish or just lots of different places. And I got to looking at it, and I was like, you know, I spent my entire SEA career. As a fighter, talking down and, and being judgmental about what I called, in quotes, war dogs. Right. That's what I ended up being. <laughs> to be honest, uh, I did a lot of tournaments and, and fought in, a, in more tournaments than I could count. Um, and ended up being one of those war dogs. Right. And see, I can say the, I mean, I can say the same in a far different aspect of life. You know, right. I, I played hockey okay. for... I don't know, five, six seasons. Not a super long time. Right. Long I can, enough. I can long skate. Enough. Yeah. I don't. I can skate well. I don't skate good. I can skate fast for somebody my size. Right. But I can't handle a puck for shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, growing up watching hockey, I enjoyed I'm sure hockey. your center of gravity is a little different than most hockey players, yeah. too, with your, your size. You know, I enjoyed hockey watching <laughs> it. Like, I loved watching hockey. Like, going to the Blazers was my favorite fucking thing to do, going to watching the Blazers. Right. Loved it. That's the only professional sport that I've ever, ever truly enjoyed watching. You know, and the fights were always fun. The fights were cool. You know, they were it was, they were fun to watch and stuff. But I liked hockey. Yeah. Like you know the you know the whole goon thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I consider the same thing. It's actually a movie called. Goon. Yeah. No, it's, it's an awesome hockey. fucking movie. Right. Okay. But growing up before I played hockey, I was like, man, I get it. But why not just play the game? And then I started playing hockey, and that's why I was. And then, then you realize <laughs> it's part of the game. Yeah. It's a big part and, of it. And that's game. when you turned into without realizing yeah. it until it was already close to being done. Yeah, that's what I really like. I The team that I played for was just a, uh, the the Blazers Ice Rink, whenever it was still called that. I don't I think it's like the, it's, it's, I think it's owned by Cox now. But I was just out there skating and stuff. Right. And they were doing, like, part of the time you could go, like, you could only skate on half the rink because the team that played out of there practiced, but the place wasn't going to lose money for just the team who's not going to pay enough to use the rink right so they essentially just cordoned off half the fucking rink well there ended up being i think i was what 14 the first like the first time i got approached about it there was a fight that happened on the ice between uh some friends of mine that were there and i wasn't involved in it mm-hmm but I see, you know, there's all these older kids that are quite a bit bigger than my friends right. that are fucking with them and pushing them down, and fucking one of my buddies got hit, and I was like, nope, fuck that. And just, like I said, I can skate well, and I can skate fast, but I can't skate real good. Right, yeah. So I inadvertently tackled the fuck out of this dude. Just, <laughs> just open ice, checked the wow. shit out of him, and the coach happened to be fucking seeing it. If anybody doesn't know what a blow is, yeah. it's, it's kind of like a plow, but a bow. And a bam, all at one time. It's yeah. just a wow. 
Yeah. The coach happened to be looking over mm-hmm. whenever he just sees me at that time. Nowhere, oh, your bench. nowhere yeah. near your the bench. size that I am. You know, I was nowhere near the size oh. right there in the, dri- in the driveway. Our fucking neighbors, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not bitching. I'm just saying it. Just I can hear it over. Yeah. Yeah, hey, by the way, it is still the 4th really of July. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Ruth is pissed oh, off right oh, now. Yeah, guaranteed. Because she just went to bed, literally. <laughs> she is pissed off right oh, now. Yeah, guaranteed. But yeah, so the coach just happens to see me. A big kid for my age, big for 14. Just a second. I will say that that first one that went off just before dark. Oh, yeah, it sounded right, right, there. right there. Yeah, I was like, where's my gun? <laughs> I, I literally jerked my head to the window, and I was reaching for my pistol. <laughs> Just have it. Well, so about 10 minutes goes by. You know, everything had calmed down. Everybody had got their shit together. The, you know, the little workers that were there like, you guys can't do that. If you guys do it again, yeah, right. everybody's got to go. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. I got my skates off. You know, I'm just going to go get something to eat. And the coach comes up. He goes, man, that's a hell of a check. Like, Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it was, but not to the extent that it happened. Right. Like I was, I was down. I was. That was the plan, just not at that speed. Mm-hmm. You remember watching the Mighty Ducks? Yeah. The kid that could skate fast as fuck but couldn't stop. Yeah. yeah. That was me back in the day. Uh, 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 the little French kid. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of his name, and I can't think of his name. I can see his face even in the movie and his yeah. uniform and all that, but I can't think of his name. Yeah, the and Olympic speed skater. Name. Yeah. yeah. The one that was fast as fuck, but he couldn't, couldn't stop, stop for shit. For shit. Yep. That was me. He just always goes through the yeah. cones when he's supposed Straight to Straight line, I had it. Right, yeah. That was good. You know, I got enough power in my foot to kick off, and then I'm just going to go. Right. And you just keep that momentum going and increasing. I was like, yeah, okay. I, you know, I don't, I've never met this dude, you know. And even as a kid, I was very cynical. It's like, I don't know why the fuck you're talking to a 14-year-old kid at, you know, however fucking old you are. Like, leave me alone, fuck off kind of thing. Might as well just kick that thing onto the span. Yeah, it's, for it's, now. For now, it's not doing us any good. It should be a... There it is. Torch just going to be fan. Yeah, it's just fan now. Okay. <coughs> Do you want me to... Yeah, might as well. All right, well, give me a second. Let me get off mic. Yeah. But, so... The, I can still hear you. Yeah. But. but, so the coach, you know, he comes up to me and he's talking, and I'm, you know, the, the first time he talks to me that night, I'm just, you know, kind of dismissive about it. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm dismissive about it. It's like, you know, I don't fucking know you. I didn't even realize he was the coach of the team that practices there or that plays out of there. So, I, you know, I get my food. I go back to skating and stuff, and I'm just skating around, just enjoying my time. Right. And then I'm... Didn't have skates of my own, so I'm, you know, putting my skates back up to check them back in because we're, you know, we're fixing go. You know, mom's there to pick us up. Well, so I was talking to my mom before I went and put my skates up. Well, I go put my skates up and I come back and the coach is talking to my mom. And he's, you know, he fucking motherfucker outed me on what happened. Right. You know, well, my first, well, my second impression is, well, now you're a fucking snitch. Because that's what I think he's doing is fucking telling on me. Yeah. Not trying to fucking talk to my mom about me coming and playing <laughs> hockey for, the, for his fucking team. <laughs> so we get in the car and, you know, my mom's one of those people. You, you know my mom. You I know. do, yeah. She knew, like, it was nothing bad. It wasn't nothing for anybody to get in trouble about. You know, she was like, so I heard you, uh, heard there was a little altercation on the ice. Like, I mean, I wouldn't really say that. Yeah. Like, 
I ran into somebody with some force. <laughs> no, 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 on purpose, Mom. She, I was like, let me guess. The coach told on me. She was like, yeah, he did. Game at 14, I was like, fucking bitch. <laughs> just, just under my breath, but loud enough for got, it to be heard. Then I got six phone calls <laughs> from parents. <laughs> but she was like, no, he didn't tell on you. He wants you to play hockey for his, for his team. I was like, why? She was like, well, he saw you, you know, he saw you skate, and he saw you check the kid on the ice. Like, that's all I can do. Like, right. I can't handle the puck for shit. I've tried. Whether it's ice hockey or fucking, you know, street hockey, I can't handle a puck, and I can admit that. I had done quite a bit of street like, hockey, but I, I didn't ever play ice hockey. Yeah, like, I'm not, puck handling is not my thing. Yep. Never has been. Probably never will be. I don't even think I can ice skate right now anymore. Like, I might figure it back out, but. It wouldn't take long. I, I'm that way as well. It wouldn't yeah. take long. I mean, it's it's been a long time since I've been on a set of ice skates or rollerblades. No, uh, but it was, and they are two different things. Yeah. I get that, but well, yeah, yes and no. Some of the movements and balance are all the same. Ice skates and rollerblades, they you know they correlate to one another. You know they change a little bit, like dirt bikes and street bikes. You know the turning's a little bit different. Yeah, but essentially the whole thing's the same. Right. Now rollerblades. In, in, in in the end, you can still break yeah. stuff if you fall. Yeah, roller blades are like that. Roller skates, I cannot do. You can't do the four wheel roller nope. skates. Can't. Well, yeah. I can't do the ones that all four wheels are in the corner. You uh, put them yeah. in a straight fucking That's line. What I mean, I'm good. Right. Roller skates, not roller blades. Yeah. 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 Roller skates can't fucking do them. Never have been able to. I've tried and tried and tried. Right. My Ashlyn, she can. First time she went out and got on, she's like, "Dad, come skate with me." I was like, "Okay, this can't be too much different." You know, it's. You fucking wheels on your feet, kind of like rollerblades. No. Nope. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> That's not a thing I'm capable of fucking doing. But, yeah, no, I mean, anyway, so I ended up coming down to it. I ended up playing for four or five seasons. And, again, I had watched hockey. But like you with the War Dogs, it's like, man, I don't want to be a fucking, you know, like, I've never, I never did want to be that when I started playing. Cause you, when didn't, I, you didn't want to be a goon. Yeah, when I first started, I wanted to learn puck handling. Like, I wanted to right, be able to fucking right. do all the things and then it just came you know I've always been able to fight it's always been a thing and then it just came down to it's like you know what fuck it you know you'd you'd be surprised at how many fights come in like just little kid classes of hockey like it's there's probably more in you know 13 to 15 yeah there's probably more fights than that and a lot of it's because somebody was getting bullied outside of the fucking ring (coughs) and now they've got an opportunity it's like you know what I'm gonna fuck you up today (laughs) and whether it worked out for you or not at least you got some kind of right. you you could always resolve a bullying issue on an ice skating on rink. an ice skating rink. Yes. If I was getting if I was getting bullied because I got bullied a lot, even though I've been doing martial arts since I was five years old, yeah. I was very passive. I used to be fucking passive as shit. I you would not believe. Say, That's really hard to imagine. <laughs> yeah, you would not believe it. I used to hate to fight, but even even your mom has told me that yeah. that you were far different when you yeah. were a younger kid. I used to hate to fight. Man, I, I truly did. I hated fighting. Like, even wrestling. Like, I could have been a fucking, you know, a national champion wrestler. I could have gone to the fucking Olympics. But even wrestling, I didn't like hurting the other person or thinking that they were going to be hurt. I was good. I was very good. The guy, my sparring partner, because of how big I was, was Joel Flaggart. And he was a national champion wrestler in high school. Right. And in junior high, he was my sparring partner. Right. Because of the size and the strength difference between me and the other kids. I mean, did they even have a class for your size and weight range? Yeah, I was I was super heavy. Okay. Because I was 220, 
something like that. Damn. Yeah. Well, like I said, I've always been big. I haven't always been this tall. I didn't get this tall until after I graduated high school. Right. You know, my the, in my end of high school, I got picked on a lot because I was big, but I wasn't tall. Yeah. I was a fucking beach ball. Gotcha. That was how I felt. I mean, I didn't look like it, but that's how I felt, and that's how everybody saw me. You know, because kids are mean. Like kids are fucking brutal. Oh yeah, brutal and mean and vicious. You know, kids and, can be yeah. vicious. And, and to be the, to be the a... big guy in high school, and to not be like the super fucking like pretty boy look. Yeah, you're fucked. And maybe not always physically vicious, but kids mm. are vicious little beasts. It's no wonder I call kids goblins. And some of my friends still don't get it. And and yes, it is a movie reference, but kids are fucking goblins. You know what's funny? Because I know where the goblins comes from. You know, fucking yeah. David Bowie and all that. Right. I've never seen that movie. Yeah, well. I mean, it is it is ingrained in our culture. I've never seen it. it. It's still ingrained into the culture. Oh, I know. I know, like, I, I know the references. I've seen bits and pieces of it. I can probably say I've seen total 40 minutes of that movie. I mean, Labyrinth, for what it was at the time period, wasn't horrible. Right. Um, never ending story? Never seen that. Actually, I'm not a big fan of the Neverending Story. Never seen it. I've seen I've seen when Atreo fucking the horse. Atreyu. Yeah, yeah. Whenever he fucking gets in the quicksand. Yeah. Seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've the seen the. Him out. I've seen the. Well, no, yeah, no. When the horse dies in the quicksand. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen that part. And then I've seen the couple scenes where Falcor is flying around. That's the best part. Falcor is the best part of the fucking movie. You know what Falcor means, right? It means hope. At one time, I didn't know what it yeah, meant. It means hope. Yeah. But. Well, movies along those lines. Uh, I will say, if if you put like the last unicorn in, and never seen that either. Well, I actually can say that I don't ever remember saying. I'm not saying I never have, but I don't remember ever saying the last unicorn. Even though my wife owns like two copies. You want to know the one that gets everybody when I tell oh, them? Hang on, let me finish. Yeah. So you you put a lot of those together, you know, labyrinth and and uh, I, I would say that. The, the time period that those came out, the type yeah. of movies they were. Um, my favorite of those that if if you set like six or seven of those in front of me and one of them is Lady Hawk, I will always pick Lady Hawk what every the fuck single is that? fucking time. Lady Hawk. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck is that? Rutger Hauer. Great movie. Look it up. Look it up. Lady oh, I'm, Hawk. I'm going to. You, you need I've to watch. Never even heard you need of to watch it. it. Lady Hawk. Yeah. Oh yeah. Never heard of it. Uh, this couple fell in love they weren't supposed to be in love and then they, they got cursed and she was a hawk during the day and he was a wolf at night and to break the curse uh, they had to be seen together by the person that set the curse who was I think a bishop may have been a cardinal I don't remember which would, the head of a religious order um, had to be seen during this this uh, this says Lady uh, Hawk the best movie you never saw <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it fucking says. Damn sure does. And I have never, I've never even heard of it. Uh, but Lady Hawk of that time period with those type of movies, Lady Hawk, I will pick it. And in then if somebody said, "Up, oh, can't watch Lady Hawk," my second one would be the Dark Crystal, dude. Dark Crystal, hands down. Was that the second one, or was mm. that which one was that? Dark Crystal. That was the one of the the Jim Henson one. That had the Gelflings in it. Yeah, I know. I know, I know the. No, that was the first one. Yeah. So is that is the Dark Crystal the second one of the Labyrinth? No. 
or is it just it's an entirely different storyline and and entirely different world and universe okay fair enough yeah Um, well I've never seen it I saw I saw Dark Crystal I saw the first episode of the Netflix deal that they did like two years ago oh yeah Dark Crystal not even close like and I, I knew like I knew it was the same thing because of the puppets. Like I remember it being like it has like the essentially the Muppet things in it. Like I remember yeah. that, but yeah. I've never seen it. The one that always gets people that I've never seen from start to finish. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I can guarantee you I've never seen the whole thing. Is the Princess Bride? <laughs> never now, seen it. I'll take that. that. Would be my third. I've never that seen it. That would be my third. And and honestly, it would be a toss up between Dark Crystal and Princess Bride oh. if they said. You can't watch Lady Hawk and be like, fuck, okay, well, which one? I'd, I wouldn't be able to decide between Dark Crystal and and, and uh, Princess Bride. Right. To be so honest. just off of what you said and seeing the the posters for the Lady Hawk movie, do they have to be seen together as humans? Yes. Or Okay. It's it's a dawn and dusk thing where okay. there is a very short time scale. So there's like maybe an hour depending on the year. Not even an hour. That not even an hour. It's it's that literal few second change okay. where they can be seen. They they can see each other and just almost and even shows it during the movie. They almost reach out. She's reaching out. He's reaching out. They right. almost touch and then she turns into the hawk and flies away. Right. Or he turns into a wolf and and then has to run. Right. Um. So Matthew Broderick's also in that. Um, really. Yeah. He plays, young, young. he plays Mouse. He'd be young, young. He was very young, young. Because I, I saw the deal and it came out in 85. So. I can't remember her name. It has escaped me. Fucking hot. She was, that was the hottest movie she ever did as far as just looks. Um, Man, I like Rutger Howard too. Anyway, so, yeah, they, they had to be seen. To break the curse, they had to be seen together. In at, human form. In human form by the guy that set the curse. Okay. Um at the uh, dusk to dawn changeover. Right. But it was during a solar eclipse that it was able to happen. Ah, because the time span's longer. Because the and time span to, is longer yeah. and they were able to be there and can be seen and then he throws the big fucking great sword through the guy's chest and pins him to the altar and it was just badass. It nice. was fucking awesome. Did you see, speaking mouse, of Rutger Hauer... The mouse has left the house. Speaking of Rutger Hauer, one of my favorite movies with him in it is the one, I can't remember what the fuck it's actually called, but he's the blind samurai. I did see that one. Yes, I love that. I love that movie. There's the the scene that sticks out because I was a kid when I saw that movie. Right, like early teenage years, and I don't remember much of my. I was gonna say, don't say the Geiger effect. I mean, no, no, the fucking because I don't remember a whole lot of my teenage years because of the car wreck at fifteen. Right, I don't remember a lot, but the scene where he is driving the van and she is trying to tell him which direction (laughs) sticks out. And I know there's been other movies that have done it, and that's probably why it right. sticks out. One of them is Scent of a Woman yeah. with Robert De Niro. But I and, loved that fucking movie. And uh, I, uh, Chris O'Donnell mm. and Robert De Niro in there, they're Ferrari. Yeah, I fucking love that movie. <clears throat> there's one, and I swear to God it's a fucking movie with Rutger Hauer in it. But he is a like a spy, and he has this weird fucking inflatable clown doll that he takes with him everywhere for distractions, and nobody remembers what the fuck it is. I vividly remember watching this movie with my dad. It's like the pig. Yeah. <laughs> I, I vividly remember watching this movie with my fucking dad, and I can't, I can't find it. I've tried. 
I have searched every well possible fucking thing. If anybody is listening and yeah. they, they have that answer, then you can comment yes. later. You I want to know the name of that fucking movie because I want to watch it as a grown-up and I want to know if it was as awesome as it was when I was a kid or if it's fucking terrible. I, I will say that there have been a lot of movies that, that even recently, um, you know, that, that Ruth and I have tried to watch and I'm like, hey, this is a great movie. I remember watching it as a kid and my parents, because we literally had a binder. Or did I say we, my parents. Yeah. Had a, a black binder with uh, pages and pages and pages and pages and document protectors printed out, and it was the list of movies we had on VHS. Yeah, because we didn't have a lot of TV in Germany, so we'd go rent movies, and it was still in the early days of VCR. But you could yeah. still go VCR to VCR. You could play it and record it. Yeah. Still had to have the two yeah, had the little and watch it all at the same time. Yeah. Right? So we had a ton of movies, which is where I get my thing for movies from. Yeah. As it, I got it from as a kid. Heartbreak, Heartbreak Ridge is the first movie I ever did that with, where you record it from one to the other. Right. I fucking love that movie. But anyways. So we had hundreds, hundreds of movies done that way yeah. in, in VHSs. And, you know, it was a thing for us to sit down Okay, what are we going to watch tonight? I don't know. And, you know, my mom or my dad would be sitting there and one would be finishing dinner and whatever, whatnot, or doing the dishes or helping us, my brother and I, clean the kitchen and doing last-minute chores. And the other one would be sitting in the chair on the couch going through the binder. Right. Trying to find what kind of movie we're going to watch. Uh, you know, and, and I mean, they, they even spent money and there was a, a good probably decade where they would go and buy these they look like books yeah I'm gonna kick this back on because we haven't had a power draw in a while uh, they look like books and but but they were uh, VHS holders and uh, then mom and dad would get the little gold number stickers mm-hmm. and there would be a number on the bind the binding yeah so the number correlated to what was in the binder. So it was number nineteen, and on nineteen, if they did, if they did the extended play, there'd be like four movies on the one VHS. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember doing that, in, in trying to, to find movies. And a lot of times it was just pick one random. We just up with some really bad movies. Yeah. Uh, Man, they had I all do the that. Star, they had all the Star Trek TV, the original TV series. Yeah. All of them, on VHS. Yeah, because you'd say, when it comes to that, you know, like. Like a lot of us are into Star Wars, you know. You're more, you're a Trekkie more than anything. I am, but I'm also a, I'm also into Star Wars, but not nearly as much as yeah. I am Star Trek. And I can say, like, I enjoyed the Star Trek movies and the show. You know, with with what little bit I got to actually watch of the show, you know, like Voyager and Enterprise and all right, that stuff. Right. Yeah. I enjoyed those. Like, yeah. if I could go back and rewatch them now, I would. Right. Right. Granted, there's so fucking many of them that I I won't. But I would. Like, if that was all I had to do, like, I wouldn't be upset about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. if somebody was like, look, for the next three months, we're going to pay you, and the only thing that you can watch is this. Like, I'm not going to be yeah, mad about yeah. that. But there's there's been some movies, even recently in the last year or two, and, and Mom and I even tried to watch a couple that, that, as a kid, I was like, yeah, that was a good movie. Mom was like, yeah, that wasn't too bad. And then we start watching, like, you know, this movie is not nearly as good as, yeah. as I remember it being. I think it's this. I think it is that, too. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's not nearly as good. And, and, you know, sometimes those good memories, 
and and I look back on on things like the SCA or or like even my early club life, even though I'm not doing club life anymore. Right. My early club life, and there's there's so many good memories there. Yeah. Um, and there's of my SCA career. There's a lot of memories that stick out, but there's one, two, two of them, mm. and it's and I say two because one is in one style. You, you've got the, the the early period personas and then the later period, like the Renaissance style yeah. personas. So, uh, like when I was doing it, I, I made sure and I, I kept my rapier persona separate from my my armored combat right. personas. Um, I, one of them, I was the mid realm rapier champion at that time, and and went to Penzig, and uh, was was there with. We were doing a shopping day. Yeah. So I was, you know, following along with the queen and, and her ladies in waiting and some of her friends, and she decided, yes, please. Am I coming uh, through on this mic, too? Do what? Am I coming through on that mic, too? You are. Nice. Um, and it was it was shopping day. So shopping. Several other of my really close friends from that time period, all, we all went with them. And I wasn't the one to notice it. But we were all in our, our like really late Renaissance guard, like yeah. like really close to being out of SCA period <clears throat> at that that time. I don't know what it is now, but it might still be the sixteen hundred cutoff. But I'm not sure. But we were really on that cusp of being out of that period. Yeah. And uh, we were walking along, and Her Majesty and her ladies and her friends and whoever else went into one of the stalls to kind of look around and do some shopping and, mm-hmm. and one of my buddies looks over and hits me on the shoulder and says stop just wait and so I stop and I'm looking at him like what, what's going on what do, what do we need to do and he says no just wait a minute and so he stops a couple of the other guys that were in, in really good garb as well and he says you know he says we're all here and we're doing what we're doing and you know we all have our dreams and like one of the first adult novels and I don't mean like porn novels but one of the first written for adults novels that I I remember reading and have read 19 times in my life is The Three Musketeers by Alexander Dumas yeah I've read part of it and I enjoyed the shit out of it what I read and then you know life happens because I read it as an adult well, well, I started reading it as an adult, and it was one of the, That's one of the reasons why when I got into the SCA, I, I really wanted to get into rapier because, yeah. for me, that was my opportunity to become a musketeer. Right. So we're all standing there, and uh, and I'll just throw his name out. PJ said, "Hey, man, we're standing here." And then the sun came out from behind the clouds, and he had seen it, I guess, a few stalls prior. And the sun came out from behind the clouds, and he says, "Look at that shadow." And I look down, and there's the four of us standing there in all of our frou-frou, fluffy, fancy Renaissance garb with our swords on our hips and the whole nine yards. And it, it was just the shadow of, of that. And, and that really struck me at that time period that we were doing a period thing in a modern world. Right. Getting to play out those those fantasies or those yeah. dreams. So that was that was my rapier one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I think shit like that's cool as hell. You know, it circles back to what we were talking about at the beginning of this. Well, let me let me tell you my, my one for armored yeah. combat. Everybody that gets into the SCA has some kind of concept and idea 
and and not just the SCA, but you get into an organization that you're really into, right? And it that hobby starts to take over your world, mm-hmm. it takes over your life, and and you do everything. Everybody has a dream, or an idea, or a concept. Yeah. Um, you know, and and like wh- one of the ones that I hear or heard most often at that time was, you know, armored combatants would get in and and they go to war and do a lot of wars, become the war dogs because it was their goal, you know, is to 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 fight and die for king and country. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, glory. Glory and honor. So, that had at one point also become like, I didn't realize it, but it was like a back dream. Yeah. Like in the back of my head kind of dream. I guess it was probably about 12, 13, 13 or 14 years ago. Um, I was a new squire. Um, and I had the coolest night. He was a great night. Uh, he's still a great man. I'm still in contact with him on occasion on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, even though he and I are no longer involved in the SCA. Tinky tank. Tinky tank. Um, he is truly the man that taught me the difference between combat and combat. I mean, I, I never thought I'd been in a real good fight until I got into a fight and I got an ass kicking from one legged man. <coughs> I kid you not. Uh, my my night was one legged. Um, anyway, so we were at a war uh, in, in Texas. And uh, it's it when, when the war first started. I think this was the history, but I, I may be a little wrong or, or a little hazy on it. But, like, part of the site fee for going to... Because there's always a site fee when you go to these things. Yeah. Part of the site fee was to bring a cinder block. Or multiple cinder blocks. And you would right. get a percentage off of your site fee. Your your cash value site fee. Yeah. And they gathered enough cinder blocks to build an actual, like, small-scale castle front. That's what I was going to ask. Is it Was it to, like, help... To build like yes, whatever what, yes, whatever side you're on to like whether you're raiding or defending like correct correct uh, and and there was an actual you know not a drawbridge but there is an actual gate yeah. and a causeway and you can go up and through that there's two towers and you can go up inside the towers and there's arrow loops and there's roofs and and, and it, it branches off and kind of backs out a little bit towards the the back of it and there's sally ports and all yeah. of that stuff and and that was part of it was to build this. And they, they were able to get it together, and probably not just from site piece cinder blocks, but I'm sure that there was... I didn't live in that area. Yeah. So I, I don't really know how it was actually done, but they, they were able to get it together. I'm sure with as big a, as many people as you say that right. as were there right. and how big it was, there was probably businesses around that sponsored that too that... And there might have been, like I said, probably I even know. just even like sponsorship wise, there's like, hey, we got some shit here. If you guys want it, fucking take it, you right? Know? And that's entirely possible. But it was it was all decoded and everything and usable, and yeah. and we'd fight in it. And there was you know the attacking force and the defending force. Yeah. Um. I got picked to be on a team to defend the king, on a defending force, and it's basically like a capture the flag concept. Right. So it's either to the last man or you capture the flag. Yeah. You don't have to kill the entire army. That you're attacking, yeah, you can do stealth. You you can do whatever you Sneaky can do to, to get up and get the flag. If you right. get the opposing kingdom's flag or the opposing army's flag, then right. you win. So, I had gotten picked to be on a a, a guard squad. Mm-hmm. 
for the king. Yeah. And the, the king had decided that since we were defending the castle, that we were going to go up on the walkway, and I don't remember what those are called now. And it was a very, I mean, it's, it was twice as deep as this room. Yeah. Um, and had the embattlements and then the, the towers with the doors that go into the towers, and the, the causeway was underneath us. Maybe the causeway and then the the walkway. Just real quick, we're past the fireworks, and now we're playing Lawton's favorite game. <laughs> Is it fireworks or gunshots? Right. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and so uh, his majesty decided he was going to go up, and, and he and his, his guard squad were going to go up, and there was there was only like eight of us total. Uh, the towers were full of defenders. Yeah. Uh, you know, two and a half stories, like four flights of stairs. Like, you know, flight and then a turn and a flight and a turn and a flight and then the landing. So three three flights of stairs. And the, the landings were full of guys, all yeah. defenders. Uh, that 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 causeway behind the gate, full of defenders, and they, they formed the kill pocket. And it was, and I probably will sound a little emotional because it was a very emotional thing for me right. at that time period. And it still is today. Yeah. Um, and we need our beer system. It, it really reached the pinnacle, but my pinnacle, within that, that particular organization. Mm. That's why it's so emotional. It, I, I, I didn't feel like I could go really beyond that, to be honest. See, now I'm invested in this shit, though. What, so what are the rules <coughs> when it comes to, you know, something like that? You know, like this cat, the, you know, the quote-unquote capture the flag game. Like if, say we had, like say it was us, and we were the capturers, uh-huh. and they're defending Mm-hmm. And we've got our pocket leprechaun that can blend into everything, and like, then scale can, the wall and like, then sneak in behind the king. Like, can and we? Take the flag? Can we take out somebody? They'd win and put on their shit, and then sneak in. No, damn. See, that'd be legit as fuck. That would be, but no, it it it, it doesn't work that way. Um, but so like you got like we get like a parkour master that's just like pip, 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 pip. hops down. I mean, if he, can, it. if he can do it in armor. You have to still be in legal armor because the battle is going on, and right. there are arrows. And, and they're not like broad-tipped arrows. Uh, the, the arrows are still shafted, fletched arrows shot from real bows or real crossbows. Right, there's just... There's like a like a blunt on the end. There's yeah. like a rubber blunt or a tennis ball or that, or that kind of style thing. At that time period, that's what it was. Yeah. So there's, you know, you get hit by an arrow, you're dead too. Yeah. You, know, dead you get or, hit in the arm. That dead or that arm doesn't fucking work. Right, or that yeah. leg doesn't work. Or yeah. <clears throat> And if you get hit in the head, if you get hit in the face, then you're dead. If you get hit in the side of the helmet... You're not dead because yeah. that's metal protection. So right. even if you had a parkour guy... Or it's like a glancing blow kind of thing. And that's part of my story. Uh, but even with a, like a parkour guy, if he could do it in armor and then capture the flag and take out the king, the armors are done fighting depending on how the rules are set up for right. that particular battle. It could be a to-the-last-man battle. Right. Um, this one ended up being to-the-last-man. <clears throat> yeah. So let me, let me finish my, with yeah. my story. So we're we're up there and we're we're starting to we're we're looking out the embattlements and a couple of us are pacing back and forth and uh, the the doors are filled with defenders to the towers and like we could see and that the towers are taller than the causeway that we're on mm-hmm. the embattlements so there's still defenders up around the staircase and up and there's archery going on so there's there's arrows being slung and when the arrows start shooting from the ground defend or the ground attackers we kind of hunker down behind the wall. And so they're trying to shoot through the embattlements or over the embattlements <clears> to hit 
whoever they can that were defending the causeway on the outside. <coughs> and I felt something tank my helmet and it, it kicked my head off to the side. I mean, it, you know, the, the bows are low power, but they're not yeah. no power. And one of the one of the guys that was there was like, no, it came off the side. Okay, cool. I'm not dead because it came off right. the side. Because um, when it came off of my helmet, it hit me in the body too. Mm. The ricochet shot. It actually had come off through one of the embattlement, the crenellations, off the wall into my helmet and then down into my shoulder. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm I'm good, I'm good to go, and I'm there. And then the archery stops. And His Majesty stands up, and he kind of rolls his head a little bit, kind of shrugs his shoulders, and he 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 is feeling the weight of his shield and kind of flexing his arm and starting to move his sword a little bit, and then he goes over where the flag is posted, and he stands right in front of it, and he looks at us, and and it was a kind of a okay boys thing, right? So we stood up from behind the wall where we were hiding away from the archery. That was our last stand kind of thing, and uh, that's when the battle started. Yeah. And when they breached the gate, the the roar of just voices vibrated yeah. all of those cinder blocks in in that emplacement and you, you could feel it in your feet. Yeah. Man, I can see that. I've seen I've watched them like I've watched them on YouTube and shit like that where you have sound and you can see it, you know, kind of that little pre battle that's going yeah. on. Like there's there's a lot of noise going on. But then there is that switch that you right. can see it, and it's like everybody's it's, fucking serious. And now, dude, and there's can a, you see the chill bumps that yeah. I have? Like there's a like even on the videos, like there's an awkward silence. Yes, there is. And then and there was that silence. And then the silence is broken, and then it's just fucking chaos. Well, and then and then what what, what else got us? Hang on, I need a drink. And yeah, I'm gonna need that. It's like, can you see the chill bumps yeah. on my arm? It's it's over my entire body right now. Mm-hmm. Um. So a couple of us go back to the the defensive position on right. the embattlements, which is on the backside, on the inside. And I looked down, and and the army had formed the kill pocket, and then kill pockets around the sally ports. Mm-hmm. When I go back forward, and I'm looking, and I'm looking down at the army that's trying to get in that I don't know, I'd say twelve foot gate. Yeah. And we're talking hundreds of guys trying yeah. to get in that, and then. The, the knight that was there, the guy you were talking about from Harley, mm-hmm. he was there. He was one of the knights that was on that embattlement. Yeah, Alice. Yeah. Uh, he walked up to me and he says, okay, you need to take a breath. You need to calm down. You need to collect yourself. So just go over there and just stand for a minute. And he pointed to like the middle of, of that causeway. So I did. I went over and I stood there and I lowered my shield and I rested my sword inside the crook of my left arm and was just kind of there and just kind of waiting and I was taking a few breaths and then the battle came to halfway through the entryway underneath past the gate. Yeah. And uh, the not just the, the sound of voices but the, the, the vibration of the combat yeah. literally was vibrating and shaking the entire structure. Yeah. And it wasn't just a matter of feeling it in my feet anymore. Yeah. I could feel it in my hands where I was gripping my sword and gripping my shield. I could feel it in my armor. Yeah. How it was, my armor was vibrating. 
Yeah. And that's that shit to me, like, I, you know, not to interrupt again, but to, like, to me, that's a fucking... Like, I've done... I got, so I got, I'm going to have to finish before, because part of it's going to sound shitty, and then it's not when I'm done. Right. You know, like, like you've seen uh, Green Street Hooligans. Yes. The soccer hooligan movies. Yes, yes. Like, I've done that shit. Like, right. just fucking 40-man brawls. Yeah. Been there. And I equate it to the same, and, and this is where it sounds shitty, because, yes, I know how much that shit's going to hurt. Like, getting hit with that. Oh, yeah. I've heard your stories about almost losing your fucking eye and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. so, so the pain equivalent is the same. I can only imagine what it's like, you know, the the few times that I've been in something where it's just a massive fucking free-for-all, right. and there's 60, 70 people in total, yeah. and then to be to be in what you're doing where you've got X amount of people, and then you've got 150, 200 people trying to get in you, well, yes, it is simulated combat, but they're still hitting the fuck out of you. Like, that shit's hitting. gonna hurt. Like, yeah. it's simulated because the weapon's... Shouldn't be able to kill you. It is going to suck. Yeah, like it's like I said, it's simulated because it shouldn't kill you. Right, but it could, and it's and it's on your honor to call that. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and that's that's one of those deals, you know, like for y'all, like yes, there is a, a set of rules in place to make you know to ma- ensure as much safety as possible. But it's still real. But it's still a real like. There's people fight. Like I've again, I've watched these. I watched one where it was the they were just in the arena and it was two dudes, just two dudes fighting, uh-huh. and one guy fucking cheap shotted the other dude, just with the the hilt of his sword, right. and the dude threw his fucking shit down and he was like, "No, fuck you," and just started beating the fuck out with of him. With his gauntlets, like, yeah. yeah. It's like, no, 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 they're really doing this, like, <laughs> like they're trying to beat the fuck out of each other, like, right? They're doing everything they can to, you know, temporarily put that fucking dude on the ground where he doesn't want to come back. I had I had never really truly understood the phrase uh, "din" of combat mm-hmm. until that day. No, I'd been to a lot of wars previous to this particular war, but I never truly understood it no. because the the din of combat and in fighting, the way the tone changes, the way the battle progresses, the way things happen. Why they happen? How it the the ebb and flow of combat yeah. on on that scale? Now you also got to figure a lot of the wars that I had gone to and that still happen and they've grown since oh, yeah. I quit. Uh, the, the scale is much larger now than it was in yeah. most of the wars in the Middle Ages. Yeah, I mean I've I've seen some of them that are like literally thousands of people on Penzig. either side. Penzig, you know it's and it, it's it's yep. insane. And I'm not going to lie, like, <laughs> the dedication is through the fucking roof. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm dedicated to a lot of things. We commit. But, it's all the, about commit. but the dedication to that, especially because I know there's people that, like, that's their living. Yeah. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. They do the reenactments. They do the yep. battles. They do all That's how they make their money. That's how they put food right. on their table. The dedication that those guys have is second to fucking none. So we're we're there, and somehow we had all just kind of discerned that the the battle had reached halfway through that lower causeway past the gate. Mm. The kill pockets are formed, and we could start hearing combat going on in the yeah. the field inside the keep. Right. 
and I'm starting to get nervous. Yeah. And I mean, I'm I'm getting nervous. And how how long have you been doing this at this point? Twenty five years. Okay. So this was like way way in into my, your career, way like almost career. towards the end of it. Almost towards the end of of okay. what I did for for and within the SEC. Yeah, I just want to make sure that way everybody listening and for my own sake, right, right. we know where you're at and now, your experience level in well, I this thing. I had done rapier and done rapier battles similar to that. Right. Um, a whole lot longer than in armored combat. At right. that point, I'd only been doing armored combat consistently for about five years, six years. Yeah, but it uh, definitely wasn't your first time. No, it definitely was not my first time. Not my first war in armored combat. Uh, I had done a lot of armored combat over my whole career, but I had never really dedicated to it. Right. Like I had at that point in becoming a squire to attempt to become a knight, which yeah. I never did attain. Right. I, I wasn't even close. Um, my career ended prior to that due to life and some, some poor decision on, right. on my part at the time. Anyway, so... I could tell that the, 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 the den of combat had changed, and then they broke through, and they were in our backfield. Yeah. Which means that they were at the doors for the towers. Mm-hmm. And that sound, I will never forget what it sounded like, the combat from those towers. There, there are some things that you and I will never forget in our lifetime. You oh, know. yeah. Um, and I say off and on in the SCA because you know there were there were times where I was in other places and didn't have the ability to play. Right. Or times in life where I was doing other things, only had small groups. You yeah. understand how that goes in yeah. some of the places. So anyway, uh, the, the the sound of that combat at that time period, right, uh, still is with me today. And I say it haunts me. It's not in a bad way. Yeah. But it still haunts me. And listening to them coming up the towers. Right. And all the guys and the defenders that were in the towers and on on the landings, and then okay, now they're on the first landing. Now they're on the second landing. Now the reinforcements come down out of the top of the tower, down the stairs to the landing where we're at, and they go down those stairs. They're out of reinforcements, right? And then the knights and His Majesty said, "Okay, block the doors." I wasn't one of the ones that was assigned to block the door. I was one of the ones that was assigned to stay in the the center of the causeway. Yeah. Um, closer to the embattlements. So when they did come through the doors, because there was no stopping them at this point. Right. They were going to come through the doors. And yeah. we knew we are not going to survive this. Right. Here's where I get emotional. Standing there listening to the battle, knowing it's coming, knowing that I, I will not survive this. Yeah. Um, and then there, you know, there were three guys blocking each door to the towers, and then there was two guys, and then on this side there was only one guy, and then they blew through, and then on the, the other door they blew through, and I charged that door and pinned one guy to the wall. If it had been a real sword, I'd have run my sword through him into right. the wall. Uh, I pinned him to the wall, and then I stepped back and got swarmed. And took a shot, called it a good shot, so it was a kill blow. And as I was, you know, falling, I had the advantage of, you know, I wasn't actually stabbed through with a sword. It wasn't real life. Yeah. But as I was falling, I, I rolled my head 
toward the flag and where his majesty was standing and our other last guy was standing and they were swarmed just like I was and to to see his majesty be the last one to go down right and to know that I did everything I could for my king and my country and my kingdom yeah to this to this day just gives me just telling the story and it's not even as eloquent as I used to be able to tell it and I yeah. have it written down and I turned it into a bardic piece um, but to, to have that happen at that time period in my life really just made me realize that that was probably close to being the pinnacle of what I would be able to attain right um, so it's it's a memory that I hold very fondly man that says something about the guy that was the king too though oh yeah like, oh, like yeah, to be definitely. to be there and to not just be sitting back and letting your fucking you know letting your lackeys yep. for lack of a better word do everything to be for you to be the last guy whether it's simulation or real life right like and the dedication that it takes at that point it's real life for you you know you you stand there and you literally see you know a hundred guys come pouring through the door of that tower and yeah you stand fast yeah you stand strong and you st- Stand for what is believed in. Yeah, and he did it. Yeah, and we we all did it. It was on that 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 particular causeway and on those embattlements. We we all did it. And See, I'm not he, saying that nobody else did. I'm I'm not yeah. saying that the guys that that were guarding the gate and and guarding that tunnel. Right, but that's what you saw. Yeah, that's, that's what, what you saw. I saw with your two eyes. Right. You know, as, as shitty as they are, that's what you fucking saw. Yeah. You you saw that. Mm-hmm. And that says something to you. And honestly, it's shit like that. That's We need videos of stuff like that, like the end Man, of those kind of battles. I so wish that that was, was videoed, that there was a video of the ending of that particular battle. Right. And I, it, those kind of battles happen very frequently and all the time. Yeah. Um, my particular experience was that was, that was my be all end all. That was everybody in, in those kinds of groups and organizations have what they call their, in quotes, period moments. Right. That was probably. I, I don't think that I will ever be able to beat that period moment. Right. See, again we, in my life, we need now. videos like that though for companies. Yeah. So that they can learn how to be a fucking leader. Right. You know, because I'm one of those people. You know, this subject change kind of. That's fine. But like, that's how we do it. I'm I am one of those people that I fully <laughs> believe that nobody ever quits a company. They quit bad leadership. Agreed. If you, if I'm, I could be in the shittiest job that I've ever had, worst fucking pay, anything, but if I know my fucking leadership is there with me doing the same fucking thing, mm-hmm. I'm far more likely to stay and right. be dedicated to that than it being in a shit job where the, you know, leadership is just, you know, fucked right. off somewhere in the back yeah. and sitting on their fucking ass not doing anything. I've left many jobs that I that I truly enjoyed. I enjoyed it, but when it got bad, it got fucking bad. And our management, owners, all that shit, they didn't fucking care. Yeah, they were hundred percent shit rolls downhill. You just get to deal with it. You know, I've I've we talked about this before. Hammy cramp, Hammy. You know, we talked about this before. Actually, we've talked about it on a couple of different episodes, but one that was kind of in depth in our little group. You know, we've always had a hierarchy that nobody's ever really, none of us have ever 
put into place. It just kind of falls that way. It falls that way, and and a lot of people don't understand it. Yeah, and and they for don't, our outsider group, they don't and understand it. And especially for us, just being me and you here talking today. Yeah, you know, it's always been a you know for some reason I always fall into the boss role, right? And hopefully I've hopefully I'm not just jaded in my sense of you know everything. I've always tried to be in the shit with everybody. Yeah. Regardless of what it was, whether it was old club life stuff, fucking anything. I've always tried to do that. And I know for a fact that I have done that in work situations. Yeah. You know, whenever it comes to, like, when I owned my shop, when Mark worked for me, I always tried to fucking get shit done. I, was, I tried to do so much that Mark didn't really have to work. Like, he just showed up to get paid. Yeah. You know, but even the shop that I, that I managed in Midwest City, you know, in Oklahoma City, Intuitive Customs, whenever I worked there... When we had the when we brought on other guys, like I was always the one, like I sacrificed my pay, and I, that's not toot my own horn. I'm just saying that, like, as somebody that has been, you know, quote unquote, a leader in whatever aspect it has been, like, I would rather, I'd rather follow myself if I was in an outside perspective. I'd yeah. rather follow me than I would some of the bosses that I've had in the past. Right, it'll just sit in the fucking office and just bitch at you because something went wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, and i you're the same way. In yeah. the you know in Most the definitely. in the situations that that you know whenever we worked for the guy out of Goodyear, yep. You know when you were you know when you were boss, even though it was just me and you, and we were, you know, equals to each other. Yeah, I still looked at you as the you know the head guy at work. Right. You know, and we were in a club at that time. Yeah, we were. We we had that conversation within the first week of me working there. It's like it's, we had to have that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> You're like it's weird for me to fucking have to tell you what to do it, it when really outside weird. of this you normally tell me what to do. At, at that time period, it was very weird. Yeah. You know, and it's Vash said the same thing. I, I don't think that people always leave because the company is bad. Yeah. It it does have to do with leadership or management. Um, yeah, direct contact with those above you fucking gives a lot. I, I may have the opportunity to go back to a, a company that had bad management, bad leadership. It was a decent environment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll know in the next couple of days. Yeah, uh, it's still only going to be part time, kind of like it was before. Yeah, but it you know it's it's doing something. Something's better than nothing, though. You know, so especially until we can make this actually pay us. <laughs> if we can make it pay. Oh us. no, there's no if. It's going to fucking pay us at some be. goddamn point. It's going to be. Yeah. It's going to happen. I'm actually, as, I was thinking about this last night, just because I know after watching a lot of the shit that I've watched with other podcasts and stuff, I think I'm going to start a second podcast for, like, just straight remote stuff, where, like, it's just, like, I can do it at my house, you can, like, if you want to be on one, you can be here, and, like, some of the people that can't come, like, all the way here, and then that way we have two recordings it can go to one, and then it can come on this one, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. That way there's a more than one fucking deal, and it's something that I can do when Gabe goes to bed, especially people that are, you know, in other states where their hours are different, fucking whatever it is, especially people that are, you know, their hours are earlier, you know, as opposed to being 9 o'clock here, it's 7 it's o'clock seven there. there yeah. So come 10, 30, 11, whenever my insomnia is fucking kicking my ass, and you're already asleep, you know, to go to right. sleep with Ruth and shit like that. Then there's something that can be there, and then now there's two different things, and they're all yep. going to be kind of put in kinda the same tight. area. It's, it's like an umbrella. Yeah. Yeah, yeah everything's going to be there. You know, it, it may not be called the saloon scuffle, but it's going to be promoted by, and it's going to be, 
you know, everything's going to help everything. Yeah, and, thing, and, and you and I talked about it because I, I thought about doing similar, yeah. you know, the random thoughts of the day kind of things. Yeah. Or I, I'm sitting here and I'm not at work and my chores are done and, like, right. you know, I've got the 30 or 40 minutes that I could kill time and, and put a cast out. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too, with, like, with the me getting my mic that's going to stay at my house instead of me having to pull my personal mic to take with us. Right. You know, like, it'll stay here. And then it'll and just be something that we grab. And all it is is literally you just plug it into your fucking computer. Yeah. And it works. And and that's part of what I was talking about in a couple of my more recent videos. It's it's not just the, you know, the, the EDM takeover at Medicine Park <clears throat> is the big thing. It's, we have other big things coming up. Yeah. That we're we're going to be doing it. We're talking about it. And we're thinking about doing it. We're, we're using the... The, the scuffle is the umbrella. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have several different things fall underneath that on a, on a whole. So it all comes together to be the, the one larger picture production. Yeah. Versus it's like, trying to make money off of or, or make a living off of, you know, a, a one-time-a-week podcast, which that ain't going to happen. Yeah. No, that's, that's why I want to, you know, that's why I want to figure out the... We have to diversify. Yeah, that's why I want to figure out the, um, like, the videos that we can do throughout the week, you know, with just funny shit, or, like, what, G- you know, what JP had said, you know, the, you know, like, the cooking, because, you know, you're a resident chef, you're a right. fucking, you know, a professionally trained chef, you know, you've done it for money. Right. And not as a, I'm a line cook at fucking Chili's, like, you've cooked actual fucking, like, real like, food. real actual food, and we all know that, because we've eaten your food. Right. You know, and, uh, and then to watch the process, even most of us have watched you cook. Yeah. You know, and it's a cool process. You know, granted, here you're limited to what you can do because of space and, you know, equipment right. that you have. Right. But I have never once had something bad that you've cooked. <laughs> and it's been a long you time. Know, We've been friends a long time. Yeah. You know, there's never once been something where I'm like, man, it's just not my style, man. Right. You know, and even if it was, a, eh, it's not what I'd normally eat, it's still fucking good. You know, and that's the point. You know, because I've I've had shit from fucking all over the place. Yeah. You know? I as well have to. It's not, maybe not my style, not what I'd normally fucking order on a daily basis, but it was still good. Or, I've also had some stuff that was not good. And I've had some stuff that was just downright in it. <laughs> you know? You know, goddamn, I remember, I've had, I mean, fuck, I've had, you know, roasted crickets that were... I've had cricket. Honestly, if it was if I didn't know what it was and I couldn't tell what the bug was after it was cooked, probably order it again. But the legs get a little spiddly in the teeth. Sorry. Yeah, see, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Like if you like if, <laughs> if you could just Can't like if you it. got rid of that. Yeah. Said the body. And you didn't know what it was it's like like once it's kind of meat once it's all fucking you know crispy and sh- you know shriveled up like bacon when you cook it. <laughs> Depending on how it's been cooked, I'm down. Right. I mean, I've I've eaten fucking I've had fucking the the tarantulas. I've done that. You know, they have the little deals where you can get where you can eat a fucking tarantula, which yeah. I don't understand why you would. I mean, granted, I guess if you're in a survival situation, they do it, have it would be a you know source. nutrients and protein and all that good shit. Not much, but it's there. Yeah, it's it's, an, it's enough it's, to get you by. <laughs> it's it's like eating grubs. Yeah, you know? you know, grubs, worms. I mean, granted, I did that as a kid just because we were dumb. I mean, really, <laughs> really, polies. Yeah, yeah, just saying, pill bugs. Yep. <laughs> fucking Gabe picked up what he thought was a roly poly the other day. Was not a roly poly. What was it? Stink bug. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Did he get him? A little. <laughs> just, just on his hand. 
Like it was just enough on his hand that you couldn't smell it until you got close. Right. And I was like, he had it, and he had it in his hand. And I was like, that's not a roly poly, bud. Looks like it. Like yeah. the, the the way the little shell and the color. Right. That's not a roly poly. And he was like, what is it? I was like, just put it down. And he put it down, and I guess as he was putting it down, is what it, he got him. it got him just on the hand, like right here, like by your webbing and your thumb. Mm. And he was like, what was that? I was like, that was a stink bug, buddy. Then he's he smelled like, it. He's like, what's a stink bug? And as I said that, he went to wipe sweat off of his nose. <laughs> <laughs> and so just from here, he was just like, ha! <laughs> like, that's a stink bug, bud. Like, what they do yeah, now you know them. it's called a stink bug don't step on them he's like what do i do it's like just come on we'll go wash it off we were in the backyard playing around he's like we'll go wash it off it's fine it's not a big deal like it wash it's not like a skunk but it, <laughs> it, wa- it washes off. off yeah but still but <laughs> i could also see him the whole time you're walking him into the house i could see him kind of trying to get close and still sniffing going no i had him by the wrist <laughs> i just holding him because i knew he would carry him along <laughs> I, just, I had him by that wrist because i knew he'd try that and he ended up making himself throw up and it had been halfway down my hallway whenever he fucking threw up right but yeah no, wow. it was it was funny as shit like I, I laughed my ass off but i don't know have you got Yes. I want the confidence that kids have. I'm a confident person. I want, you know, I would love that because they also have, kids like Gabe's age have confidence, but they don't have the arrogance. They're also fucking impervious to pain if you ignore it. Mm, I'd say that's mostly true. Four, maybe not 100%. 94.5% of the time, if yeah. you just ignore it, they're not going to understand that that should have hurt. Right. It's like the comic that we saw, you know, it's like fucking it's a dad sitting at a park and his kid's running and he's like, Dad, watch this. And he gets hit by a meter and then the mom, there's a random mom that's like, oh my God, aren't you? And he's like, no, no, no. No, don't say anything. Yeah. You were, you were saying that. And then, one of the, and then the kid's episodes, just yeah. like, Dad, did you see that? He's like, yeah, cool, bud. Yeah, great. Yeah. No, I believe that. I 100% believe that if in the hailstorm we had the other day, yeah. if Gabe would have run outside, got clocked by a fucking softball-sized piece of hail, if I didn't say anything, he's going to be like, Dad, did you see that? The fucking ice was that ice hit me in the fucking head. Like one hundred percent think that's how that would work. I get yeah. shatter my windshield, just barely a knot on on his head. Right, but yeah, that, that kind of confidence would be great. To be honest, I mean that kind of confidence would be great. But society doesn't allow us that as we get older and as we mature. It doesn't allow that, and and then we get into ourselves. Uh, it's the confidence of a child or an Indian man hitting on a woman on the internet. Those are two levels of confidence that you... you like feather or dot? Dot. Okay. That is a level of confidence that nobody can achieve with it's, practice. It's not the, woo it's the, thank you, come again. Yeah, yeah, it's a gas station, not casino. <laughs> but you can't achieve that. That is on the, that's the same confidence level that the, the job of the hut chick that said she could have any man she wanted... <laughs> <laughs> you're goddamn right, job of the hut. Yep, there you go. Yeah, that is talking about. That is yeah. the amount of confidence that I wish I had. I'm a very confident person. Sometimes even cocky, depending on what it is. Right. But that level of confidence is fucking beyond me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't get how it's a thing. I watched more 
with the fucking, you know, the Jabba chick. <laughs> <coughs> I don't know her name, so that's what she's forever going to be called. <laughs> Jabba the Hutt chick. I've seen more of it, and holy fuck, it just gets worse. Yeah, it doesn't get better. I don't get it. It doesn't get better. Where does it come from? Where does that come from? And I mean, I, I know where it comes from. She she has a level of confidence that is so high that when she gets refused and shut down, she gets in her car, all makeuped up, looking like a fucking circus clown, and cries to the internet, millions of people, and sit there and cries and bitches about it. I don't. Uh-huh. That's a level of confidence that I don't I, get it. It is it's few and far between. I don't get it. So there's a guy on YouTube and this is a whole different level of confidence but they correlate so fucking easy this guy granted so is I think I think his YouTube channel is called Electro Boom is an Indian guy who he is an electrical engineer and you know the amount of shit that he puts himself through he knows what the fuck he's doing like he knows how to regulate that current so that he does not fucking die right because this dude has literally grabbed a Tesla coil and it's like I wonder what happens if I turn it on boop and he's like, wow, fuck! And like shorts out his whole goddamn house. But he knows what he's doing to make it funny. Not how to melt himself. Yeah. The level of confidence that this guy has is warranted. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, outside of him being funny, he knows what the fuck he's doing. That's education and experience. Yeah. And he has done all it. That, a lot of other stuff combined into that. Yeah. Yeah. And he's doing those videos on purpose. Right. They're funny. It, and they are fucking hilarious. It, it teaches. And they, it does, because even watching those, like, I had Gabe watch them because they were funny, and kids are, like we said earlier, they're fucking savages. Right. Gabe thinks him getting hurt is funny. Yeah. Just like that. just like the fucking, you know, the, uh, the fucking Adam Sandler movie. God damn, Big Daddy. Yeah. yeah. When he gets hit by the car, the kid thinks it's funny. Right. Same thing. Gabe watches that because the guy gets hurt, but he's learning. Because when the guy does, as with as little amount of electrical engineering that I know, when he puts the stuff up there and he explains how the current works yeah. and the resistors and all that, I know that that's correct. Yeah. So he's he's essentially brought in a whole new level of fucking people just to watch him get hurt, but they're going to watch it to see him get hurt again. But now he's taught them 10 things in a 20-minute video. Right. That level of confidence, I understand. This chick legitimately has Jabba the Hutt's level of confidence when he captured Leia. <laughs> and that's what I don't get. That's all I see when I hear her talk. <laughs> when he's just sitting up there, and then jerks her in. Like he I am petting the top of her head. I am honestly surprised that nobody has fucking all of the podcasts that she has done. I am Nobody's surprised that, that nobody. Together. Not even that. I'm surprised that nobody has made her her own seat that looks like Jabba's little fucking <laughs> little couch that he lays on. Wow. Why? You're missing an opportunity, and you know her fat ass is going to fucking lay on that couch. Millions that could be made from that. Yeah. And like, a, like I said, you know her. You know she's going to lay on that couch. Oh, yeah. One And she's not even going to fucking understand it. You, you know that she is that dumb. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's not gonna fucking get it. No, and I hope happen. that they have a green screen back there so that they can put the cave and everything. <laughs> put the cave up there. <laughs> God, that would be amazing. inside the floating barge. <laughs> God, it would be amazing. 
they get her one of those little silver and blue trash cans and just kind of put a few little dots on the front of it. You can even put one of the dumb bitches <laughs> the, the dressed dumb as great. You could put one of the dumb bitches that defends her dressed as Leia, and they probably wouldn't get the fucking joke. Probably not. It would be amazing. And you're right. There's there are different types of competence and different levels of competence. And and you're right. You know, electro guy is one type of competence, and a different level than Java chick. Yeah. Versus, you know, Gabe type competence. Yeah. I, there's definitely, because I've seen what he does around your house sometimes. I mean, he just runs through the house to give me a hug and jumps off the top of the couch, hits his head on the wall, gets up and goes, okay, and gives me a hug and then runs away. Right. What, what the, what the, the hell? Yeah, that's resilience more than anything, but. <laughs> but yeah. his, his competence when he does it, and he comes running out of his room and he knows I'm there, and the, the, the competence that, that he uses to, to do it, whether it hurts himself or not, it's that that innocent confidence. If we wanted to put a level of confidence on Gabriel that I had, I wish I had as much confidence in myself as he has in his socks when he's full sprint down my fucking hall <laughs> no to stop before he hits the fucking wall. <laughs> or slips down into your room. Yeah. No, that is a... I have driven race cars that are well over a thousand horsepower. And I have the utmost confidence in my driving skills. But the fucking confidence that that kid has in his fucking socks uh, yep. to build enough friction to stop him before he face plants it yep. and mock Jesus for a five-year-old <laughs> is fucking beyond me. Mock Jesus. I do not understand where it comes from. I miss the fearlessness that we had as kids. Mm. Granted, we would all be dead. Oh, most definitely. We we'd would be, be dead, dead by now, if yeah. we fucking kept that as adults. Yeah, we would be dead. And, we and would. That comes from lessons learned. Yeah. That's life experience. Yeah. If but I could still. go back, if I could have... I don't even know how to say this, because if I had, if I had the intelligence that I have now, with the confidence that I had as a kid, they would fight each other. I wouldn't get out of bed. Right. Because my confidence that I had as a kid is going to counteract the intelligence that I have as an adult. Have, it'd be like the two little angels on your shoulder. You got the, yeah. you got the devil and the angel on your shoulders. Yeah. It'd be one going... It'd be two devils. It'd be two devils. That's what it would be. It'd be two devils. One going, you can do it. It's okay. The other one going, you can. You shouldn't. That wouldn't even be the angel. It would, like It's just a devil that's going, no, you can. You still can. You have a red devil but and a blue you devil. Should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there would be no angel in that because the angel's going to be just like floating around being like, you guys are both fucking stupid. Like, don't tell him he can do it, but he shouldn't. Just be like, you can't. You can't. Like, that's where the angel comes into play is, you can't do it, you know, we, you'll die. We could stop this if <laughs> y'all would just shut up. I, I truly do some days wish that I had the confidence of a child. Yeah. Not even, no, no, not even the confidence. Because even Gabriel, a lot of times he's not real confident. He's going to fucking care. He's just going to do it. Like, his, his amount of give a fuck is far less than mine, which is impressive <laughs> as shit. Yeah, and that's that's the truth. It I, really is I true. if it wasn't for the fact that I tell him to stay away from the edge of my bed, he would try to do a front flip off my bed. Yeah, and his yeah, front flips I can see that. onto the bed are good. He's got the rotation mm-hmm. onto the bed, but you add stuff to it. I've seen him do it off the couch. Yeah, his rotation is about half straight to the fucking couch, right on his fucking dome piece. Right. 
yeah, you do that onto my hardwood floor off my bed that's three foot <laughs> off the fucking ground. Well, now I have to explain to CPS why you have a fucking, why you're paraplegic or quadriplegic because you decided it was a good idea to do a fucking front flip off my goddamn bed. Then they're going to call me for the reference and go, so uh, did you know? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I know the kid likes somersaults. Right? <laughs> he likes to do flips. I didn't think he was going to do it onto the hardwood fucking floor. <laughs> like, it's, I don't, it's fucking amazing to me. I truly wish I had it. I mean, honestly, I wish I had a lot of the confidence that some of these people online have. Because God damn is that shit fucking dumb. Yeah, it really is. And some of it is just, I, I watch them and I'm like, uh, really? And, but then I can't stop watching them. It's like watching it's a train, train wreck. wreck. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's, uh, it's I shouldn't, wreck. but I can't look away. I, I can't like look you get away. Fur, you get far enough, you're trying to watch it out of your one eye, and then the other eye opens because it can still see. It's like I've been done shitting for ten minutes, and my feet are asleep, yeah. but I can't stop watching this video. God, I fucked. I had that. <laughs> Man, I had that realization like three days ago. You know, I was, I was in the bathroom. I was taking a shit. You know, it's one of those I needed to do it. I'd been at the gym. I left. I had to shit when I left the gym. I get home, and then I got to talk to Gabe. So that takes fucking five, ten minutes. Go right. talk to my mom. That takes fucking five, ten minutes. And I'm just standing there doing the, you know, in my in my stomach dance. It's like well, I got to shit. Gotta go. Uh, I need you in. guys to shut the fuck up and give gotta, me a few minutes. I got a rumbly in my tumble. Yeah, it ain't for honey. Yeah. And the words of fucking fat bastard. I got a turtle head poking out. <laughs> like, you know, we go to the bathroom, fucking, we're watching TikTok, just watching these people be fucking idiots. And then you get the random one that's funny. That's like, I like that. That was cool. And yeah, then you just go back. Then you just go back to the, just a bunch of people being fucking morons. Right. And then you realize it's been 25 minutes, you're still sitting on the shitter. <laughs> and you go stand up and you almost fucking face plant into your bathtub because your feet are asleep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've done that. I've done that. It's like, come the fuck on. Yep. And that circles back to where we started with the fucking, you know, the folly of fucking social media. <laughs> the folly of social media. Like, so many, I I don't know how many people are going to end up with fucking concussions or dead because they sat on the toilet too goddamn long right. watching Facebook shorts or Instagram reels or fucking TikTok. No, They're like, all right, cool. They wipe their ass because the, the feet going to sleep never hit you till you stand up. And, and you know the bad thing is, I remember times when my grandparents, my grandma yelled down the hallway, How long are you going to be in there? My mom, my dad. What are you doing in there? Reading the shampoo bottle. They didn't, I got yeah, they didn't have internet. <laughs> and maybe some magazines or like a Garfield book, cartoon book on the floor that they're reading. But, I mean, come on. I, I do remember those time periods where yeah. it seemed like that dad was in there for ages. But now... When my wife goes, how much longer are you going to be? I'll be out in a minute. Right. Oh, as a parent, I understand that completely now. I say that. I understand why I don't get to do it. Right. I, I could go, I could tell Gabriel, he could be playing the PlayStation. Be like, hey, man, go to the bathroom. I'll be back and I'll help you if you need help. Right. He could be fully engrossed in something. Doesn't matter what it is. I have, moment a, you sit I have enough time to unbutton my pants and sit on the shitter. And the all, moment you sit all I hear, all I hear is, Dad! <laughs> Dad! Hello, Dad! Daddy! I need you! It's like, dude, I'm trying to take a shit, bro. Like, give me five minutes, man. Press pause. Give me five fucking minutes. Just press pause. I went to take a shower the other day. As a man, almost everybody, almost every man on the planet, you go to take a shower, 
you're taking a shit beforehand. Generally. And you don't shit in the shower that yeah. way. Yeah. 93% of the time, you're taking a shit before you get in the shower. Right. I told him. I said, look, man, go to the bathroom and take a shower. Get out and get dressed. And it's your turn to take a shower. Well, I'm scared. No, you're not. You're just making excuses to not take a fucking shower. That's all you're doing. <laughs> you're five. I get it. I understand. Soon as I sit down, fucking runs in. Dude. Let me go to the bathroom. Let me take a shower. And then you can take a shower. I get, every time, like clockwork, I can get a minute into a shit. If it's a, I'm going to shit and then take a shower, and then you're going to take a shower. Like clockwork. A min- in a, within a minute. Comes in and he's like, is it my turn to take a shower? No, motherfucker. <laughs> I ain't even got done taking a shit yet. I'm not even looking at the toilet paper like, yet. Like, Go away. I haven't even turned the shower on to start warming it yet. And so the first time, it's always it's always three <laughs> times that he just fucking kicks the door open. Like a like a fucking you know, like a jealous girlfriend not knowing on not knowing if you're texting another bitch in the fucking bathroom. First time he just throws the doors open. Fully dressed, like you done yet? Like, no, I haven't gotten in the shower, man. Go on. Go play the game. I will holler at you when it's your turn to take a shower. Next time. Give it another Maybe two minutes. So we're at three minutes on a shit. You know, <laughs> nowhere near being That's done. Not even a good push. Even I if mean. we, even if we are done, we're not done. Next time, fucking door flies open. Shirts off. <laughs> Is it my turn yet? God damn it! No. <laughs> Go play your fucking video game. I don't know what five year old would rather just come bother me than to play the fucking PlayStation yeah, Five. No, I don't know either. But yours does. And then the door closes, and you hear run down the hall. It's like, okay, it's going back. And then you hear just fucking doors open again. He's butt ass naked. It's like, dude, <laughs> it's been fourteen seconds. How did you even get your pants off that goddamn fast? You can't come put them on that fast. Oh, they come off fast. Yeah, it's like, how? How did you do that? It's like, just go get a towel, get the towel you want to use, sit on the fucking bed. At that point, you just want to just you just want to like grab them by the arms and just pick them up and look at me like, when I'm done, I will fucking come get you, bro. Every time, like fucking clockwork, like I like if I could regulate my own body to only take a shit when he's asleep, I would. <laughs> that would be awesome. Or if I'm out of the house and he's not there, right? Because it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Every time. Again, every time, he could just be, he could have had nothing to say about anything. I could go to the bathroom, and within 30 seconds, all I hear is, Dad! Daughter! <laughs> I need you! Guys, talk me up! The, the bad thing is, is I've heard him do that. Yeah. I've been at your house, and we're talking, or we're having a conversation, we're trying to fix the washing machine, or whatever the fuck it is we're doing, and from three rooms away, he's doing that. Dad, daddy, daddy, dad, dad, and then he gets the yeah. demon voice. When he gets the demon voice, that's when you know he's really coming on. Yeah, it's it's fucking it is, it's it's uh, I don't get it. Like I, as a parent, this sounds shitty to say. I never wanted fucking kids. Yeah, I wouldn't trade I them get, for the world. I, I wouldn't that. trade either yeah, one of my no. kids for the fucking world. I get that. There is also the days where the I'm kids just, were not in my 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 frame of view. Yeah. 
there's there's the days especially when I'm you know bad in my head it's like man I don't wish you weren't born I just wish you weren't mine <laughs> wish I could wind you up and take you home right like I wish I was grandpa at this point right like, so I could give you back <laughs> <laughs> I could give you back hey Tommy come get you right hey the kids are ready to go I fed them a shit ton of sugar they watched all the shit they shouldn't have watched have fun but no Come get your kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I saw this deal. Like, it's been a been a, a meme for a long time. You know, it was a, it says, uh, you know, kids are essentially keeping cum as pets. No. What? Eh, like. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's funny when you think about it. It is, but no. <laughs> oh, but, no. I, I mean, it is kind of true for the first like couple years it's when they get somewhat self-sufficient that you're like god damn it (laughs) (laughs) this was true until now right you know because pets you got to take care of you got to feed them they can't fucking talk they can't do shit for themselves with kids you got that for about a year and a half and then that's why (laughs) i've I've made the statement in the past you know kids are like pets but better or worse, depending on the kids. Or worse, depending on the kids. Uh, you know, them Columbine shooters. Eh, they should have been should have been swallowed. But, you know, whatever. <sighs> well, bro, let's have one more shot and I think we'll turn it down for the night. You ready to call it? I'm ready to we'll call say it. We're, we're getting good now. Yeah, well. Oh, okay, I guess. I'm getting old. <laughs> getting old. I've been old. <laughs> you right. Yeah, right. You were old when I met you. It's still weird that you were in your 30s when I met you. Yeah, you were in your 20s. Because you don't fucking look, you don't look any different. <laughs> you no, don't, though. Like, not to be a dick, you don't look any I different. I don't. I mean, it, I've got Your hair is longer and you have less teeth. 10 or 12 years without a whole lot of color change or facial structure change. I mean, yeah, I've, I've looked like this for a long time now. Your nose is a little more crooked. but <laughs> yeah, That's true. Too. That's outside forces. <laughs> that's outside forces, right? Same thing that took my teeth. Yeah, that was gravity. Well, that was know, a set of handlebars. It wasn't gravity. <laughs> Everybody says, you know, gravity is a motherfucker. It's like, no, gravity is okay. It's the stop that gets it's you. It's the stop that got me, right? It's, it's always the stop that gets you. Well, tinky tank. Tinky tinks. All that good shit. Because it is only Tuesday. And we have a Thursday to go. Tinky Tuesday. Tinky Tuesday. And then we're going to be back here in the studio on Thursday. Should be, as long as uh, as long as life doesn't fucking get in the way of that. Yeah, because we'll have we'll have new equipment that I want to test out on yep. on Thursday. So we're, whether we whether our guest shows up or not, yeah, depending we, on his life stuff, we will be here for sure. Because if he doesn't show up, we are going to do an actual show okay. from the saloon. Sweet. Because we will have the lapel mics that I want to test. Yeah, sure can. And we can just run a couple of pieces down there instead of the whole whole shebang. Wonder, don't even have to do anything. All I got to do is take the laptop. Do it from the saloon. That's it. That's all so we'll, we'll have to be, do. We'll be able to have the ability to go back into the saloon, which is where yep. we started. Yep, yep. And they've got a 65-foot uh, range. Yeah, we'll see so, how that works out then. But, yeah, that's Thursday there is going to be another episode regardless. Whether we put it out 
quickly or not will depend on if Brandon's here or not. Right. But Thursday we are going to do another recording because uh, we'll have another mic coming that I would like to get set up. Yeah. And get at least tuned in. And then, again, the lapel mics, which is going to be weird for us because we won't have headphones on. Yeah, that's going to be really weird. So, it'll, but it'll be odd where our, our sound change is going to come I also, from. I want to see, I'm hoping that JP can come on Thursday because I want to see how it picks up everybody else because there are 360-degree mics. See what our background So, it should is pick be, up yeah. everything. So, it'll be, uh, you know, worst case, I think we've got the, we've got the, the sound dialed in and here like the last one sounded pretty good and the last two have sounded pretty good and yeah. this one at least from what i'm seeing on the the screen and from what we're doing so far sounds pretty good i don't think i'm gonna have to do anything to this one honestly as far as sound wise i, I may I just so. listen to it and see if we get any kind of weird clippings or anything yeah but i honestly think this one may be something that i can just fucking can just produce it, it out. call yeah. it a fucking day because there's nothing that needs to be cut out right don't gotta do any of that maybe the first like minute and a half because I had started it right a while before we were done but uh yeah no I think uh I think this one's gonna be fun I if we get to do one Thursday that's just us if Brandon can't show right we're gonna re-talk about aliens I go we're gonna revisit aliens we're gonna talk about oh, okay aliens. We, can, we can do that we'll talk about aliens in the saloon with all the all the ambiance in the saloon. We're going to talk about aliens, or are we going to talk about aliens and paranormal? Yes. All of the above. Probably. Everything. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, well, appreciate everybody listening this far if you have. If not, well, fuck you. Um, we got more equipment to coming. Be here Thursday. We're going to test that out on Thursday. Should have a guest, hopefully, as long as life doesn't get in the way. And uh, look out, keep an ear out, however you want to do it, for some other shit coming. We're going to try to do some videos. I'm going to try to start doing some stuff on you know, actual YouTube videos. Uh, we may start doing some you know, secondary and tertiary podcast stuff, even if it's just lives where we're just talking to ourselves, essentially. we got something we want to say. Yep. So keep an eye out, keep an ear out. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Deuces.